Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Funyuns. Funyuns. <laughs> a classic. Old school. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't seen a bag of Funyuns in years. You know, some places they have barbecue Funyuns too. Mm. Those are hard to find, though. I have never seen those, and I would eat them. Um, while we're talking about my comment page, I just want to let you know, um, James Comey still hasn't turned his comments on his Instagram page. So, um, are you still checking? Shit. <laughs> I still <laughs> Dominic's talking shit. How's your brother Randolph? But you eat Funyuns on camera. Girl, I was just eating barbecue, Lay's barbecue potato chips with hot sauce on them. <laughs> <laughs> and a hey, ham bro. sandwich. <laughs> hey, Brooklyn Shoe Bay. What's up? Did, hey, did you ever get your cookies? Did we did we send your cookies? I'm, I'm I don't remember. Did we send the cookies? <laughs> why wouldn't uh, why wouldn't she have gotten the cookies? Because um um she did. Oh, um, there's a big no in the chat room there, Mike. Yeah, we did a girl. Um, she did um girl deliver, and um that um that had them shipped to her. So we got to um let me um talk back with my wife and um we'll take care of that. She said we could have them, but um. I don't want them. We gotta get them cookies out of here. I'm not trying to be fat. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Chat room, Mike. She want to know about the cost of shipping. Don't worry about it. You gave us period power. We, we, we got you. We just need to make sure we get them cookies. <laughs> Dominique Mark in the chat room is right. He does work out. We work out on the same level. So <laughs> <laughs> we work out on the same, on the same level. <laughs> we in the gym. We're in the gym about the same amount of time. So. Yeah, we got to take care of that. I'm going uh, to talk to my wife later and um, make sure we take care of that for you. Um, so so just, you got to pull the you got to pull the cookies out of your trunk, throw them in a box. Yeah, I think we still I, uh, we should still have them. So. Um, so we, we'll take care of you. Uh, um, whatever, whatever you order, we'll uh, take care right. of you. Gotcha. Wife is going to the gym. She wants me to put the uh, the massage gun on her, but. It's too, it's too much hassle when I try. Oh, hey, 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 Randolph, you said massage. Hey, look, my my oh, whole chain. Oh, your, no, no, no. your mic is low, Randolph. It's is it? Because I unplugged and replugged it. So I, I got I got the massage gun. Is it the volume but, all the hey, way up or what? Yeah, it's still where it's at. I, I got the um we, we got the massage gun, but we also but I went and purchased a, a foot massager. Whoo! Oh, <laughs> game changer. Oh, <laughs> It got it got a little heat to it. Put a little air on that thing. Ooh, his remote control. You can do it for 15, 30 minutes. Oh. Where'd you get that? Yeah. You know what I got it from. Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> hey, what's uh did you ever get uh like a replacement air fryer? 
Um, no, I haven't got a chance to get one yet. Um, Are you just out of there for our game? Coles, yeah, no, we calls and get you one of them Emerald Lagazes. <laughs> no, we uh, we're gonna rock with the um, the flat, the uh, the one that my wife still got working, the ninja. Yeah, we're gonna still rock with the ninja to that one dies. Once that one dies, then we're gonna go get a whole new air fryer. Okay, she so told me just, out of it. You're just gonna forego like rotisserie and all that stuff. Like you don't yeah. use it that often anyway. Rotisserie, well, every now and then. It mm-hmm. said that Italy Italy has seized a, a mega yacht owned by a sanctioned Russian oligarch, five hundred and seventy eight million dollar mega yacht. <laughs> Ooh, I know Italy they're upset. It. Hey, pull that shit over to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it over to the curb now. We'll sink it. All of a flag. I'm the captain now. Going Keep to- fucking around. We'll sink your shit. Um, should it be at the bottom of this little Italian ass harbor? You better pull that shit over. <laughs> how? What? Uh, a mega yacht? Like how big is that? Well, look up. Look up the name Andre A N D R E Y. It's called Mega, like Megatron. So it's huge. M A M E L. N I C H E N K O. That shit probably the Mel staff Nichenko. probably lives on that shit. Yacht. See what comes out. It's one of the Mel Nichenko, Russian At oligarch. What point does it stop being a yacht and just start being a ship? A city starts being a city. Yeah, a it's like, city. I mean, I just pulled up this article and there's a picture of it. Like and I don't even understand. There, I don't understand what's happening even in this picture. Um. So, hold on. I'm. I'm trying to find. I mean, him, they've hemmed him up. That's just. That's just where they've hemmed him up. Pull that shit over. Pull it on over. <laughs> I'm seeing there's another article that has because that that they they on that loud ass speaker. Pull over. Yep. Pull yeah. over. <laughs> I, I think um because um Adriana um your your mama. I'm just gonna say your name. Cause, um I can't enunciate words right now. Um. <laughs> There's still a link because um, Andy pulled it up. We could still, this the, I think the last day to 13th, you can still order cookies on 13th. We yeah, already I, can, I mean, I got the email. I know you 13th. did. I ordered a bunch. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's tomorrow. And we're recording on the 12th. Yeah, it's just. It's, yeah, yeah. That's, at what, so at what point does it stop being a yacht and just become a ship? You? Don't you, it's a floating like. city. It's Atlantis yeah. above water. How do you, like, what is the point? Like at what point was like yo, I just got so much money I just want to damn. It's, it's a flex. It's just a flex. <laughs> yeah, I bet you probably you go know, all around the world in that bitch. And then your your boys got one. See, so like I guess I gotta get one too. It's just okay. Flex. So here's an article I'm looking at. Um, it's a 470 foot sailing yacht. Um, that's, I mean, that's oh, I thought that's all of them sailed. So what the boat. other ones are non-selling? 470 feet. That's a boat. That's not big. I mean, it's big, but it's not. That's that's. I mean, that's pretty big. That's four hundred and seventy feet or four four thousand seventy feet. Four hundred seventy foot sailing yacht. A sailing football yacht. field well, is three hundred feet. A, well, that means it has a it has a sail. It's a sailing yacht. Well, yeah, sure. but talking about like you're talking about like a. Do you have a picture of it? Oh, so one it's one has motors ship. and one doesn't or something. Yeah, or like yeah, because like, I think the sail just with these. These things are. That was those picture. inspired for the sale. Oh, okay. Because I was like, "The fuck is this?" I thought they all went on the water. So, at what point does it become a ship? Is there a Adrian? Adrian, we, we were working. <laughs> I used to do a cruise, the cruise line in New York, take tickets and ship people on. They they were very adamant about that. Boat must call it a ship. 
Oh, what are they going to be sued? We will be sued. I don't know. They were just told everybody on the staff that do not call it a boat. You must call it a ship. I'm pretty sure because oh, it's bigger than a boat. Yeah, because a, a, a boat is what you take out to the lake down here and go fishing. That's a boat. He, I'm pretty sure he hasn't seen that whole ship. I'm pretty sure he's seen like a corner. Oh, but I think that <laughs> look at this thing. Oh, I bet you those sails are humongous. Yeah, three spires and it's got engines. I bet you it turns to a small submarine on the inside. You know that shit going beneath <laughs> the water. Yeah, I bet it has like an escape pod. Yeah, oh, you know sure it does. That. It's definitely got it's definitely got another little boat in there, a little James Bond boat that pops out the back and drives off real fast. Yeah, that shit, that shit, <laughs> those, music. That shit right there looks like a submarine above water. Yeah, this is a different different boat ship, whatever you want to call it. Um, he's also known to have once owned the motor yacht. A sa- motor yacht, like a sailing those, yacht. What, I like what, those okay. business style jackets. I like them shits. Oh, yeah. Shop over in the corner. <laughs> Shop over here. <laughs> them shits look like they came straight from Wakanda. Don't click Wireless. the link, Andy. It's a wrap. So you click, click a link. Uh-huh. You click that's how they. That's how they get me. <laughs> that's how they get you. Uh, I'm incognito. Go <laughs> be on your Facebook post. <laughs> I am incognito. If, if I start getting jacket um, advertising, that's a sweet ass jacket. That's gonna that patchwork. This one here. I can do what I can do without those those little. I don't know what you call it, peasant shoes. I can do without them shits, but it's only oh, yeah, sixty nine dollars. A... Okay, there's a problem with it. If it's only sixty nine dollars, <laughs> that shit gonna dissolve. Well, some yeah, water I mean, hit on it, it's gonna yeah, fade yeah, away. Walk out in the rain, that shit fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is not dry clean friendly. As soon as you like it, cotton candy, as soon as a little rain hit that, it just makes it sound like oh. <laughs> <laughs> it starts sizzling. It starts bubbling up. <laughs> I like everything about that jacket except that price. <laughs> it, it looks like it's. I don't know why they keep showing. Is it flame retardant? Is that what the what they're trying to say? Trying. No, it's gonna catch on flames if you go outside with it. That's what that means. <laughs> if you get exposed to direct sunlight, sunlight. You're yes, you go spontaneous combust. Your ass will turn to a gremlin. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what that flame signal means. And none of their um, I mean this I've never heard of this website, but none of their pictures have a person wearing the thing. Oh, that's a problem too. So you don't know how it's actually gonna look on somebody. You really you're gonna Auto- get it, you're gonna get us gonna be fucked up. Randolph, Randolph gonna be posting yeah. that fake that uh TikTok post and be like, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> That's what's getting ready to happen. New from Gordon Gartrell. We think you, you're gonna be up there like Theo, like one the arm shirts. gonna be shorter than the other I like one. That shirt right there with the brother with the hands in the pocket. I wear that. Yeah, be I like careful. That, I like that vest. Yeah, be careful with these kind of shirts too, um, like coats and shirts like that, because they always um you think you get one size that's really um, fitted for somebody European? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they and that size is tiny. That fucks my Yeah. Particularly American women. You be going over there. You be like, why am I size 45? This shit don't make no sense. Because that shit be cut like so tiny. I was thinking about that at the beginning of the pandemic. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was 175 pounds. Humble brag. And now I'm 195 pounds. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> the stuff in my mind, <laughs> I'm 175 pounds still. So I'm like, I don't even really know what my sizes are anymore. I know I'm like, I got to buy some new suits. Them, them, them buttons got like two to three day. Um, I weigh more than Mark now. Ah. Mark, Mark, <laughs> always weighed, oh, Mark always weighed more than me. Always. And now I weigh more than him. Well, Mark's yeah, only you gonna put, them put that suit on. Up there. Them butts gonna be pressing the limit. The butts gonna be like, "Hey, I wasn't supposed to go in the hole now." <laughs> <laughs> Your time is, is limited. Is, 
All it is is two years of lifting, although I do have a, I have a little bit of a stomach thing coming, which I don't like. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but, right now, but, but, but you're 53, though, Randolph. So, I mean, it's you the, it's stomach, it's well earned. We've talked about this before. The new studies show that your metabolism does not slow down. What slows down is your lifestyle. Yeah, but we that like is, the old studies. That is the yes, uh, right. yes. Blame it on metabolism. That's the that is the uh, your metabolism doesn't slow down. Your life slows down. These okay, fat. so when at the beginning of the <laughs> pandemic, I was writing overnight and I was in the gym working at the gym still. So when I'm working at the gym, I'm walking around all day. Right. right? I'm walking around all day. And then the pandemic came. I was like, I fuck this gym. I'm not working with you, motherfuckers, because they didn't give a fuck in that gym. And then once once you take out the walking around every day, now my metabolism is it's it's rationing back. I carry a lot of muscle mass, so my metabolism is still up, but it ain't what it used to be. <laughs> Let me just say it like that. Well, also, I mean, <laughs> even people who didn't walk around all day for their job, just going to yeah, work, yes. going about your daily business, yeah. going to the job, walking wild. to the lunch spot on the corner, uh, going back to the mm-hmm. job, going out at night, walking around, running errands. Like I remember when I lived in New York. I mean, it's a different world in New York, of course, but. It's easy to get ten thousand steps into New York, you know. If if you that's have what a, everybody say, it's walking city. It's just you just get used to it. You get the you build up stamina to it for it. It's like when you first move there, it's okay. like oh, this is like a twenty block walk. Fuck that! And then after a while, you're like oh, twenty blocks easy. And so then you what just, you're what you're talking about is I knew there was a word for it, which I don't have it right in my mind, even though I took a test on it. <laughs> I have to think about it. It's <laughs> called time. neat. It's called neat. N e a t non exercise activity thermogenesis. Okay, non-exercise activity. So all that extra walking you do during the day, all that kind of stuff you do during the day, that's non-exercise activity that brings about thermogenesis. Thermogenesis is your metabolism is just working. Basically, think about it like that. So anything, any extra shit you, it's not even extra, just shit you do, you can tack on to that. Like, you know how they tell you, uh, take the stairs instead of the elevator? Mm -hmm. That's what that is. People get take those little stairs, uh, take stairs instead of an escalator. That's what that is. Walk up the escalator. That's what that is. People Not take those they those little pedal things activity. for under their desk. I've seen those yeah. before. I mean, just those to, don't really do just I to mean, burn off like a hundred calories. A bit, but yeah, eh, hundred cast nothing. I know, but that's a, but that's what they're like. They're just trying to every everything they did. They're trying to burn off some extra yeah. calories. What I would tell you is standing desk desk every forty five minutes and walk around the office a little bit. That's what I would tell you. To do. I don't, I don't. I don't have those problems. Not anymore. Well, oh yeah. Let's, let's. Okay. So let's let's talk about this. Mike B. Sweet freedom, shine light on me. Mike B. Uh, sent us some stuff in the group chat one day, and I didn't oh, know. Sweet freedom, carry me along. I didn't know if this was public or not. But then the next day he tweeted yes, it. Yes, it can. So yes, it can. Cleaning. Yes. So cleaning counts. So it is. Um, it is out there now, Mike B. What is your job situation as uh, like at the, the last couple of weeks? Tell it us what's is, been Adrian, going on. Sex is neat. We got a sec. We got a uh, neat <laughs> conversation. They're trying to make this exorcist non-exercise activity dirty in the chat room. Yes, Adrian. For the record, <laughs> sex is non-exercise activity. You burn calories. If anything, if anything, sex, if done right, is an is an exercise activity. If done right, <laughs> when you say done right, really but cool. also also if done wrong. 
if done wrong, it's really bad. Because if it's done wrong, then you got that. Then you got your heart rate is elevated because you think about how bad it is. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole. <laughs> it's a whole should do. Well, do you mad? Like people are mad when they work out. Like shit, I could have been doing something else. Also, the cleaning thing. I mean, cleaning is activity. But if you don't you- clean and sit on your ass for two weeks, and then you clean. That two weeks of doing nothing also offsets yeah, yeah, the cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> it so, offsets it. You can't be like, well, I clean, so I'm good for March. That, that's not how that works. <laughs> once a month. I yeah. wish it was like that. Once a month exercise. Yeah. Uh, Mike B, though, you have a lot of free time, right? What's what's going on here? What's happening with your situation? Oh, shit. Free time? All right. So um, real quick, um, I'm one of those people that suffered from the pandemic. Um, we don't get talked about as much, but um, there's a lot of people who was looking forward to going back to their office. I wasn't. I was really enjoying my um, telework time for a mm-hmm. year. I don't know. Um, so, um, so one day um, I got a, um, a financial blessing through the VA and uh, I was something I was looking forward to. I've been waiting for. And um, the next day I got laid off from my job. And oh. So, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So, so, so wait a minute. So <laughs> it's literally, literally the next day. Like, yeah, literally the next day, I was. Um, they, uh, I, I, the VA told me that I reached the goal that I was looking for, so I could, I don't have to work anymore. And I was like, cool, I could go ahead and um, still work some more and get these extra checks. And then I got, I got text from my job said they're laying me off. A text. Uh, yeah, I got a text. Yeah, that's where it is nowadays with people working at home. That's the only way they're gonna be able to reach people. Call them or some shit like that. At least now nobody got to burn no gas going up there to fuck lay me <laughs> off for. <laughs> Well, so we need uh, you to come up here and talk to us. No, you don't. Just tell me because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a government contractor. So the the, the government laid me off because they said that there was no need for my position there. Okay. So they, they you and, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mentally already checked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was already gone. Yeah, I was already uh, I was already checked out. And then um, so my contract company because I don't think I was supposed to know. That was being laid off. I think I was just, you know, I was just supposed to show up because my last day was actually um, Friday, yesterday. Okay. Um, I was just supposed to show up yesterday and then get ushered out. <laughs> yeah, that bullshit. Oh. Yes, waste your day. Yeah. I'm like, fuck this. Yeah, we need your, we need your, uh, your code key. <laughs> give me, give me a card. <laughs> yeah, some of them don't even tell you hit that double. Like, eh, eh, eh. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, but yeah. Uh, you won't have to talk to you. They're escorting you out. You're like, does this count for neat? Is this part of that neat thing? I'm walking out. Yes, that is neat. <laughs> uh, um, oh, so so real quick for um, like Raphael, thank y'all for um, the congratulations, Raphael. If you need some help with getting your claims through and everything, I have a lot of time. I'm trying to help as many veterans as possible. This is due to like your military time. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So and- so, I, uh, so I'm 100 percent disabled now through the VA, and um, I get a pretty. Yeah, you look at just looking at you. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a lot of it's mental. Uh, <laughs> it's mental. Uh, yeah, it's mental. Uh, I got knees, back, a whole bunch of stuff. But um, but yeah, if you need help, um, um, tell them about how you broke that ankle playing basketball. Oh, they did. That was a service connected. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but was anyone served when you got when, when you were on the court that day? Oh, if the, that day I hit the game winning point and broke my ankle at the same time. So <laughs> oh, I <could>. oh, no. <laughs> went out on top. Went on, you can't top that. But here's the wrinkle. Here's a new wrinkle. So yesterday, as I was doing my, um, so I'm still getting paid. Um, I'm still getting paid for my contractor job for the next couple of months, whatever, right? So I get a, e- I get an email because I got to go through this program with my job. I get an email and they told me, um, hey, this is bad timing, but we also just approved you for a raise. So I got a raise 
the day I got laid off. So I got laid off. <laughs> Nobody knows. So the, the money going to be did. even better. <laughs> so you're I still want that raise in these last checks. Your next yeah. two months of checks are going to be higher, even though you, you're staying home because you're on the bench now. And you're technically not coming back anyway, right? Like you're, they're going to terminate your employment at some point. Yeah, I could do um, extended bench for like another couple of months after that. And then I'm going to get a um, I'm going to get a severance package, another uh, 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 one lump sum. Um, pack. And then after that, then I'm going to go on unemployment and then <laughs> and just go from there. And then uh, but meanwhile, um, uh, uh, I, I, I told my wife this last year, I was like, I'm going to get this VA stuff together and I want to make an honest attempt to um, do comedy full time. Because Man, I gotta be, I gotta go. be honest. I gotta be honest with you. When I was watching Earthquake, I thought of you. Oh yeah. That, that could be the energy that Mike B could be. But not Earthquake's joke. Yeah. But I'm with you. Yeah. Stay on, that Mike Randall. Be, but that could be the energy that Mike B could be bringing. Yeah. Something along, something along those lines. I thought of you soon. As I saw, soon as I was watching. By the way, it's it's. I've watched it about four or five times now. It's really good. If y'all haven't seen it. But Andy, did you see it? It's yeah, so I watched cool. it. Uh, I watched it uh, last week sometime, just once. Well, so far. me and Lambeth were just talking about it today about how we've known for a long time that he's a beast. But now it's like everybody's catching up to him and, and, and he's 58 now, <laughs> you know. Right. It's <laughs> always the case for black, for black comics. Always I mean, he had like, an HBO half hour over 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, but it wasn't, you know, the early, People talked the early about ones it. usually aren't as good. Like Patrice's first Comedy Central 30 minutes. It's not that good. It's okay. I think Patrice's first half hour was just okay. He had a half hour on HBO. Yeah, that half hour for HBO. But that elephant in the room, God damn. The HBO one was the one we had the Mike Tyson joke about the rape charge. That was uh that was like probably oh five, oh six. Yeah. But yeah, he leveled up for Elephant in the Room, but but that elephant in the room, God damn, same thing with Earthquake, which is what's supposed to happen if you're any kind of a comedian, you should be getting better. Yeah. That's but that shit. I'm trying to tell my I gotta I called my dad earlier today, but he wasn't in. I'm like, you need to watch this special. Oh, we got a fresh face from Adrian. Thank you, my dear. Just popped hey. on with your fresh face. Hey Adrian. Um I saw the um interview for Earthquake. Uh, he did like um, you know, the if you have any advice for anybody as a comic and stuff like that, I, I was listening to that. But I didn't know he was in the service. He like, yeah, I yeah. did I yeah, on comedy. That's another reason I, why I thought of you. Yeah. You, and I was like, what? That's, why, that's what got him out of D.C. I think he was, yeah. grew up in D.C. Or he was there. from D.C. originally, and then he yeah. left. I don't even know if he started. I don't think he started comedy in D.C. I don't remember. Yeah. Atlanta. I he started. Okay, Atlanta. so the military took him out of this area. I don't know whose podcast he was on. I'm talking about it. it might have been the hated Vlad, but uh, I feel like I listened to him on a podcast talking about it, doing doing work. In Atlanta. I want to say Marin, but I don't think it was Marin. You know what? It might have been Marin. Did he do Marin? I think he did. I don't know. I think he did. I think he did do Marin and he was talking about it. I've heard him talk about it before. You know, yeah, he, he was just, born he in just, D.C. He just posted on his Instagram how he just bought himself a Rolls Royce uh, SUV. Oh, Damn. really? I didn't know they made those. Got to give myself something now that the specials drop because he talked to he talked about a little bit on the specials. Like once your kids are out the house, you're supposed to. All that money you've been spending on them, you're supposed to spend on yourself now. For real, enjoy it. I've gone from being the provider to the advisor. You know, I wouldn't do that if I was you. (laughs) And and turn around and be like, that's the most I'm giving you. You know, I wouldn't do that if I was you. (laughs) Yeah, he was born in D.C. And then he um, 
went he joined the air force after high school to get out of his mother's house so that's that's what got him out of dc okay so tasha's asking who determines how long the set is earthquake netflix okay so tasha all right so think about it like this in a club a set is 45 minutes that's a headlining set in a club at least at least the, the minimum is 45 minutes to be a headliner uh ask uh mango from saturday night live <laughs> the minimum is 45 minutes okay um comedy if you're a headliner comedy is about an hour chris chan thank you tanya Hot comedy is about an hour 15 hour hour 30 that's that's comedy if you're a headliner and you're doing a two-man show but if you're in a club doing a three-man show you gotta this 45 minutes is pretty much where it's at um Netflix was doing a thing where they had like 15 minute spots and then they had longer spots. What it felt like to me was he just did a headline set in, hit them fast, hit them hard, get out 45 minutes. That's what it felt. Like. That special was only like 30 minutes though. All right. So in, hit them hard, hit them fast, get out is what, that's what it felt like to me, you know? And I do, Tanya, I do wish it, Tasha was saying she wish it was a longer. I mean, yeah, it would have been longer, but, you know, we ain't paying for it. <laughs> well, I, I mean. Well, it was great. Get in, hit them hard, hit them fast, get out. Comedy in a club, though, isn't the same as comedy on TV. And a lot of, I think people have come to this realization the last few years. You do an hour special, and a lot of people don't finish watching it. They watch the first 10 minutes, they watch the first 20 or 30 minutes, and they don't actually watch your full hour special. With an album, it's different because they can kind of watch a track and listen to a track here and there and you know circle back to it. But with the special, I don't think people, maybe it's an attention span thing these days, but people don't really watch your full hour. So things have gotten shorter and shorter, I think, to meet the attention spans. But it did seem short to me, but that's part of it too. Sometimes you watch a 32-minute special and it seems long. And so... Yeah. You know, he leaves you on more because he was hitting so hard and he was so funny. Yeah. Oh, he was coming at you. You were like, oh, the shit's over. (laughs) You also got to factor in too. A lot of these um, specials, they are doing longer sets and then they edit it down to meet the constraints of whatever time constraints they have. Because he did headline sets at Bethesda Blues and Jazz Club here in D.C. You know, he did like, he did a weekend of shows. I remember when he came here, I was like, oh, Earthquake's here? Huh. I ain't going because I won't be up in there. And this was right. This was right around uh, Omicron was was coming down. I ain't going over there. I saw him at the um, improv before um, before uh, um, all of this stuff happened. COVID happened, and he was a monster. Then, like I'm, I'm talking about like rapid fire, plow, 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 plow. Then he did like an hour and some change, and he and it didn't feel like an hour, and he was yeah. done. And <laughs> and he wrote, and uh, I was like, man, this dude is a beast. I see him on, you see him on, you see him like on comic view and stuff like that. That's one thing. But like to see somebody like that live is, um, it's a treat. Just like I saw, um, David Arnold. Um, yeah, he was at the yeah, loft yeah, the other yeah, week. Yeah. And, um, the fact that he just did a special and he said, Oh, all those jokes on his, uh, I have an artist recorded my new special. Um, so I'm doing this whole new hour that has, that y'all haven't seen yet because that special ain't come out. Like the fact that he's constantly turning over his material is like, it's, it's inspiring because it's tough. And I know it has to be tough for somebody like, you know, like an earthquake or David Arnold, who's constantly on the road and stuff like that. And don't have the time to write, but. 
Yeah, lost. you're right on stage. I mean, that's the thing. If you get a lot of stage time, you have to, there's a discipline that, you know, we can get away with not having, and it all, it ultimately helps them and hurts us. But um, they also get on stage so much that if you do think of something just randomly in, in top, top of your head that afternoon, you can go on that night or the next night and four more nights that week and just talk about it. You know, whereas for us, it's like, oh, I'll get, I'll talk about that next week or whatever, or I only have seven minutes tonight rather than an hour. So I may or may not get to that thought. So it is a little bit freeing to have that, but you got to, I mean, they earn that. They, they earn the ability to, to get booked every week and do an hour every time they go on stage yeah. um, by being disciplined enough to, to write all the time. Earthquake okay. was in the Air Force. And then when the Persian Gulf War started, he was a conscientious objector. So he was actually dishonorably discharged from the Air Force after 11 years of service. Um, so he didn't, he didn't agree with the violence of the Persian Gulf war basically. And so he moved on and he started comedy in the early nineties as well. And he still backs, he still backs people in the military, by the way. Yeah. Still talks about what, what soldiers and stuff should get. I don't know why you would dishonorably discharge him. You're a conscientious objector. Okay, you can leave. I don't. I don't mm. want you here anyway. You're not gonna be no good to me. You can't <laughs> fight. <laughs> you can't fight. But you signed that contract, yeah. You yeah, that you signed contract. the contract, and that's what you yeah. sign up for. It ain't real until yeah. the until the bullets start flying. Yeah, it's never real until the bullets start. Right. He probably hot he, slug goodbye. You know. Yeah. He's because he was there. All they do is study and get their trays taken up at the lunch table. So, um, you know, so you'd be, you'd be like bullets. Now I'm done. So <laughs> I ain't coming for the bullets. I don't blame him. Yeah, I ain't coming for that. <laughs> I oh, I didn't know there were any bullets. That wasn't break, in the brochure. I'm well, sure they told him, you know, if you do this, you're going to lose everything, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm cool. <laughs> it, it's Turned funny. out he was actually right. All these conscientious objectors to that war. Well, that was the, well, that was, that was a 91, that war. I mean, yeah. that was the one that only took like a week. That was Bush's daddy's war. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately there wasn't, um, wasn't as much violence as there was in the 03, 04 Iraq war that lasted, you know, forever. But you didn't know that at the time, obviously. And then he started comedy in the early 90s in Atlanta. There it is. He was, um, and he co owned a club in Atlanta, Uptown Comedy Corner. Mm-hmm. And that became like his home club. That's always that's a good deal to have, too. You have a club that you own, you just go on stage anytime you want. Mm hmm. And yeah, he's been around for a long time. I mean, he was on Def uh, Def Jam, I think. He was on Comic View a bunch. A lot of people know him, but I guess he's not quote unquote mainstream. Right. So a when lot does Don Ellis Black come people out? know him? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's like famous to black I know, people. I would assume mm-hmm. next month. You know. You know who I'm waiting for. And it better happen. Or we ride. All right. Tony. Tony. Tony Woods? Yeah, I'm waiting for the Tony Woods special. If Tony won, there's a problem. Yeah, Tony. I know it's supposed to be four. Tony has to be the fourth. I don't I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. Who I don't care who the first three are. I'm glad Earthquake was yeah. one of them. Tony's either the first or the last. <laughs> well, the thing about, I mean, we know Donnell and Earthquake, and they both have a DC connection. So I don't know if Chappelle's going to give four specials out to DC people or Tony Woods is it's all about DC. So Martin it makes Amini. sense. <laughs> Tony, I mean, Tony was 
one of the big dogs in DC when Chappelle started. So it makes sense that yeah. Chappelle would, would yeah. help him out. And Chappelle's been shouting, out, shouting him out a lot lately. Yeah. Over the last couple of years. So giving him a lot of his flowers. So. Right. So if he doesn't get his flowers on this one, if he's not one of the four, we riot. You go to Chappelle's house? Yeah. I'm going I'm gonna build. I'm gonna build that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna build that low income housing in his neighborhood if he don't have Tony. Tornado- <laughs> <laughs> join the crew. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that shovel. Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> With my hard hat and my shovel, I'm gonna start building low income housing in his fields. And Tony Woods don't got a special steel toe boots. <laughs> someone, someone from the VA drives by and wants to see Mike B. With a shovel and a Snapping hard hat. Snapping pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that back problem we talked about? Okay. It's, right, it's on record. It's too late for it's too late for them. The checks are still being cashed. <laughs> too late. I bet they could revoke those if they wanted to. I read the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> we got any emails, Andy? We did get uh, some emails and some comments that uh, we actually didn't get to last week. Um, so let me go to the, the YouTube uh, comments first. John commented on last week's uh, Monday episode. Hey, 3GO crew, great episode. Especially appreciated Maria's insights into Ukraine slash Russia uh, on the subject of progressive leftists. Um, oh, the scroll pads. On the subject of progressive leftists, love or at least tolerance for Putin. Just a couple things I've noticed from the usually white dudes I've seen in this camp. Number one, in addition to the very simplistic view that America is always the worst, which is to be fair, we often are. They believe that capitalism is the root of all evil in the world, and as such, they end up celebrating any country with a hint or history of socialism slash communism, while completely ignoring the nasty stuff like racism, political persecution, LGBTQ phobia, xenophobia, and Islamophobia that is often rampant in those countries. See how they overlook the stuff while fetishizing Scandinavia for just one example. They also are totally hypocritical on their principles criticizing the U.S. for, say, drone bombings, that accidentally kill Iraqi slash Afghani civilians, but not saying shit when Russia purposely targets civilians in Ukraine. Number two, many of these people have a strange romantic nostalgia for the Soviet Union, again, ignoring the fact that the USSR was in reality a very dangerous, terrifying, and restrictive place to live rather than some communist utopia. You can see this in the way they utterly fawn over the fact that Bernie visited the Soviet Union back in the 80s. A lot of them are Bernie bros. And finally, they have a virulent hatred for the Democratic Party and especially former Secretary Hillary Clinton. There's a gross T-shirt I've seen on Republicans that says, better a Russian than a Democrat. And a lot of these progressive Putin supporters feel much the same. Despite mountains of evidence from U.S. and world intelligence agencies, they've spent the past six years denying that Russia used propaganda to help Trump become president. I think it's because admitting that Russian interference played a significant role in the 2016 election would mean having to also admit that the disastrous election was solely the fault of Hillary. The wasn't solely the fault of Hillary, the Democrats or the DNC, right. a position that is the center of their political identity. All in all, it's a combination of class, not race, and American capitalism is the worst beliefs applied to foreign relations. That and a relentless refusal to ever admit that they were wrong, especially when it means that Hillary was right. Sorry for the very long comment. F the freeloaders. A um, couple of things. Um, Hillary hasn't been wrong yet in the last five or six years. Um, two, they, show, they show clips about Ukraine. She talked about it shit uh, um, years ago. I was like, yep. oh, she's been known it. And, um, and, and as far as Maria, who, Maria who? 
Right. Yeah. It's Alexander. We had her on last week on the on the Monday episode. Ooh, classic. She's from Ukraine. I haven't seen talk to her in years. Oh, you should have been on. You should you should have, you should have popped in. Uh, she, yeah, she was on. She's from Ukraine, so she had some uh, some insights into all that. Yeah, these. I mean, the whole leftist thing. Um, you know, we've kind of seen this happen slowly over the last few years, where it's like they have this weird fetishizing of. I don't know. I don't say fetishize Russia, but it's just whatever whatever happens, America is always worse. It's a lot of what about is well, America did worse than that. America did this and that. And they never really see it clearly that they're sort of um I don't know, it's it's like a self-interest thing for them. They don't really see the racism, they don't really see any of the other stuff. They just see it as fixed capitalism and everything's gonna be fine. But the racism and all the other stuff is part of the reason why they back them. So why they back who? Uh, Putin and them. You know. I mean, I don't think they back Putin. I just think they apologize oh, more for Putin. Republicans? No, no, no. Leftists. Oh, leftists. Eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What did I? They like to complain. Like I saw a status where it was like, um, it was talking about Ukraine being bombed, and then somebody just came out nowhere. It was like the the U.S. just bombed Somalia, and I'm like, uh, oh boy, I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go lay down. <laughs> I got a bad back. I can't, I can't deal with this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go right there. We got a couple long emails. This is another one that's along the same lines. Um, by I guess it's Stefan. Uh, it's called the the title of the email is "Death by Purity." Uh, to echo what you all said about leftists, I feel like a lot of people are waiting to get this off their chests. Yeah, <laughs> they're uh, like, I got something to say, y'all. Echo what you all said about leftists on the matters of Russia. I've been stewing with anger about them dating back to Occupy Wall Street, cosplaying for essentially attention at this point. As much as I want to go off on the folks responsible for where we are, not just the past six years, but the past 20 plus years, dating back to Ralph Nader's involvement in the 2000 election. Let's just say I'm a lot better at managing my anger at these depraved jackasses. Also, it's very important to link uh, each and every person's involvement with Russia today, in some form or fashion, there's all, they're all as responsible for the fallout of democracy in this country uh, has crumbled. If you think about it, I remember far back as 2010, which now in hindsight was a vastly missed opportunity for Democrats to not stand firm with the likes of President Obama, Nancy Pelosi, and Harry Reid. Progressives ran a don't vote campaign mm-hmm. because things weren't happening fast enough. I know I said I was going to name names. I wasn't going to name names, but to hell with it. Michael Moore. <laughs> The late Ed Schultz, David Serrata, a writer for Don't Look Up, and Chris Hedges, who I believe Chris Hedges was on Russia today as well, uh, were ones leading the charge in depressing turnout during the 2010. Who runs the Young Turks either? Don't leave him out. Sank Weger, I think. Sank Weger. Chris Hedges were leading in the charge of uh, depressing turnout during the 2010 midterms. So called progressives, right? And it worked. Might have worked without their help since liberals don't show up for elections that are state and local. But with the GOP causing harm and blue dogs being total pussies, the damage was done. A lot of the blue, the blue dogs like Blanche Lincoln lost crucial seats. But again, the damage was done. Republicans ran roughshod in both the House and Senate, leaving the 44th president with very little options because American voters, cough, white liberals, cough, are too in love with the sound of their own voice to speak the truth. That quote was from Metal Gear Solid 2's Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> that quote sticks with me to this day. So because shit got real, Occupy Wall Street was a thing at first, a good thing. And they went after the banks protesting them day in and day out. And then like a typical leaderless cosplay group went full stupid. 
They, <laughs> they mic checked President Barack Obama, John Lewis, and other politicians who were trying to understand where they were coming from. They're a pretty white group speaking on matters of what affected, you know, black folks. It was honestly refreshing to see from see them understand that the system doesn't care for them either. So, of course, mm-hmm. the logical thing they did was, of course, continuously shit on Democrats. Then they were anti-NATO during the G20 summit in Chicago in 2011, interrupted Obama's speech on drones, etc. They eventually blew it like Sylvester Stallone in Copland because you flew too damn high into the sun, <laughs> believing your puritanical bullshit. Even now with Rose Twitter, academic folks and other contrarians fanning the flames, they're costing us like Republicans are. I feel nothing as they're losing countless dollars from Russia. Good. Do better or please, for the love of our waning sanity, shut the whole fuck up. Like, how are you going to be high and mighty one way, yet not see the cognitive dissonance for loving family Vladimir Putin? Yes, America ain't shit. We know know that still doesn't make it right. You're essentially grifting off his hand. Anyway, forgot to mention that matters regarding Edward Snowden, which an ACLU lawyer compared him to Martin Luther King. Correct. Hmm. He's a white man. (laughs) Glenn Greenwald (laughs) ascension into the press. Jill Stein screwing Hillary. Trump, Hillary, sane coin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Last time we heard from that woman. She took them people money, and we never heard from her. Of the the asset, Tulsi Gabbard? Mm, Uh, Nope. They disappeared. They didn't even come back when Trump was running. They just was like, we got your money, and they never heard from him again. Uh, He says, pretty much they're why we're here. Like the GOP, Joe Biden is Mm -hmm. holding it down, but we could have had Hillary. Goddamn misogyny, folks. Nothing is good enough for them. Nothing. Not even the things they claim to want, like more representation in politics. That doesn't sound white people. At some point in 2020, I finally dropped my hands and stopped giving them the benefit of the doubt because they're useless, even for their own agendas. Mm-hmm. Even the squad lost a lot of respect from me. They're copping their ear to the Twitter crowd. I can't anymore with their performance for clout. Shit rubbed me the wrong way. They're so damn virtuous. They can't see that you're routinely downplaying your own goal. Then again, at this point, that might be the whole damn goal. So yeah, props to you all for presenting that during these crazy times regarding Russia, Ukraine. That stuff to me is as important as what Putin's doing right now. Big shout out to Maria Alexander for being the person who pointed it out first. These leftists are fucking crazy. And as much as I want to say the GOP is responsible for all of it, we can also thank these assholes for why we can't have nice things either. Can't win with them. Take it easy. Um, Can't win with them. Yeah, Stefan had uh, a lot to say. And speaking of the the squad, did you guys get my text last night about the bizarro Ilhan Omar that they're running? Yeah, yeah, she ain't gonna win. In uh, Minnesota. I, hey man, we, we say that about Youngkin. I, I don't I don't trust anybody anymore. Oh, I didn't say that about Youngkin. <laughs> I, 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 I knew what that was. This is this is different. It's brown folks. They don't give a fuck. Uh, man, I people don't. Are, the people of of Ohan's of Omar's district like her. Say it like that. This woman is um, she's Muslim. She is uh, I think she's from Africa. She's from Africa. I where, but she's basically. Like uh, like a Republican who is trying to sort of look like Ilhan Omar, I guess you can say. This is one of her tweets, All Lives Matter. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she's, uh, I, I bookmarked another one. This is another one of her tweets. President Trump was by no stretch a perfect man, but I would vote for him again in a heartbeat. Look at what we have now. And her name is uh, Shukri Abdurrahman. Look at the second second tweet, second reply. 
Uh, you've removed any hope that you would be a good member of the house. Very sorry to hear your statement. <laughs> <laughs> she, she is, um, she's in the, well, she was in the military. So she was oh her bio Republican running to defeat Elon Omar and itself a grandized political class, mother of three U S army veteran, Muslim and unapologetically American. And so living through civil war, surviving abuse at a young age, losing my father all remain with me. In fear of our lives, my family fled war-torn Somalia to the slums of Kenya, where we spent nearly four years in refugee camp, waiting with hopes to come to America. From Somalia to Minnesota, my family and I were welcomed as legal American citizens. America had saved my life, the land of opportunity. Inspired by the events of Black Hawk Down, I joined the military to give back to the men and women who gave their etc. So a lot of her Whatever. Twitter feed is, is her yeah, talking shit about Ilhan people Omar. in your party would send your ass smoking right back where you came from. I'm going to fuck about you. Right now, there's a vote on immigration issues in the House. Let me tell you what she was going to vote. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> no, nay on immigration. Oh, she's big on legal immigration. She's if you look at her feed, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. You know, wink, wink, uh-huh. legal immigration. I don't, I don't trust it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is, she's doing these photo ops and things. I don't know. I, they're still in the primary phase, I think, for their Republican candidates. So she I don't know if she's even. Out of the primary she sure ain't. Mm-mm, no way. Yeah. But she's got like the head wrap on. She's, she's. Um, the radical agenda. Yeah. Oh, if they do, they'll put you up there as a pawn and not, and not really support you. You could be the Tim Scott for uh, Muslims. I mean, that's she's Somali. She's she's wears the head wrap, you know, like she's she's a the right wing version, basically. And she does all these photo ops with flags and all that stuff. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Or not many, yeah, not too many brown people. She's the only brown people in a lot of these photos. She's the brown person. Yeah. I'm coming for you, Ilhan Omar. She had a meet and greet last week at a place called Moose Bar. <laughs> Not Moose. Of course. The Moose. You know, so they call it locally. Let's go to the Moose. Go to the Moose, guys. Oh, man. Oh, is that, that woman's there who's running for Congress. Cool. Speaking of um, speaking of bars, um, did we get any update on Dunks? Is Dunks on close, open? Did we, did we ever get an update on that? They were temporarily closed. They were temporarily closed, and people, people <laughs> were pulling up and throwing dollars at the, you know, at the glass last time we heard. Donks, I just Googled it. It still says temporary, temporarily closed donks in Nashville. I haven't looked at their Instagram yet. Uh, uh, you know, nope. people, people still pulling up every day, sad yeah. and crying. <laughs> hey, Nashville? Uh, sit in the park a lot. I think they're in Nashville. Is that what it was? You know, they all sit in the park a lot. Or were they not? In that? Were they in? Uh, they weren't in Nashville, were they? Anytime they see somebody go pass the door they wonder is it gonna open up again <laughs> <laughs> they got a key oh no they ain't got no key <laughs> yeah it's donks in nashville that's where they are uh because yeah. uh, we, we wasn't going there for spring break nashville i don't i don't forgot forgot some reason i don't know and um oh nashville, we'll tennessee you know yeah, yeah. too far for some of my folks they live in knoxville which is a few hours away they got she, she, my wife and want to take the kids to some park. It's like Dollywood or something. Dollywood, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not in that area. Yeah, so she want to go there, but I mean, if Donks is open, I'm gonna try to swing a swing right. <laughs> Are you sure you want to swing over the Donks? I'm gonna go to don't swing a right. Uh, Donks <laughs> Nashville. The latest Instagram post still says Donks will be closed until further notice. 
Oh, so they haven't. The, nothing has changed since when they posted that February eighteenth. This saddens me. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a record. There's, there's a baby in the screen. Hey, there's a baby. I see a baby. Ryan, there's a baby. Ryan, that's right. <laughs> Ryan's like, this ain't no baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get out of here, baby. We're talking about dunks. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> here is. Uh, so yeah, Donks is currently closed, Mike. Maybe you can go and and uh, break in or something. I might. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be the only one. There'll be ten people following right behind you. <laughs> Who's with me? <laughs> we are. We've been here all month. <laughs> Wait, no, you. They see the lights on. They coming in. <laughs> they were like, oh, we what? Wa- they see a flicker. They coming in. Who's waiting on leadership? Let's go. <laughs> is that grease I smell? Who frying chicken? Is ducks open? <laughs> they are not playing. They is ready. <laughs> is that glitter I see flying past my eyes? Is ducks open? Poor things. They ready for ducks to be open. Well, the obsession cologne. Let me in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, Raphael left us a comment uh, on Patreon. In these tough times, we must never forget self-defense training too. <laughs> and, uh, Instagram post that he posted here. Today, I'm going to show you how to disarm somebody with weapons. If somebody has the gun. All right, this is the parody of the Detroit guy, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Help dust. me! Dust. And you don't have the paper print, use the hot cake powder. <laughs> oh, he just spread hot curry powder. <laughs> Somebody grab you behind, push your booty, ask him, you like the booty? You like the booty? If somebody grab your leg, drop down and punch him. I mean, look, that's a joke, but that's that's the move, right? You punch him in the balls. Isn't that what you're right, supposed right to do? Right in the ding ding. Right in the ding ding. Right in that ding ding. Yep. Right off the I bat, know his, off- his offense looks a lot better. <laughs> than- <laughs> I, just, I just want to know who's carrying around loose curry powder. Right. The blow <laughs> somebody's face. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Come on. <laughs> you just got a little false thumb like magicians use, but it's full of curry powder. You just take it off and just blow it. And like just blow in it. <laughs> Like Mr. Fuji or some shit. Just walking around with, with loose curry powder. Yeah. <laughs> Stay ready. You don't got to get ready. Yeah. yeah. You, you just hope he ain't doing them ball exercise like like them people over in China do where they be like cracking their balls. You just hope that you meet the one that don't have the balls to steal. Hey, then- you, 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 had a, you, you, know, you had that curry powder sitting in that false stone for so long. You know how uh, powders like stick together? <laughs> Pass his expiration date. You blow and don't nothing happen. It just end up getting shot. It just roll, rolls off your hand and falls yeah. to the ground. <laughs> it clumps up. You, fuck, you fucked around and it got wet because you ain't sitting up real good <laughs> that day it rained. If you are in a danger situation, you get a distraction. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that booty. <laughs> Look at that booty. Somebody's trying to steal my phone. They came to give him, but drop down. He's picking up. Uppercut his boy. All right, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, 
I don't know how long it's going to go. This thing with Instagram, you can't rewind or pause. You just, or you can right, pause. Right. You can't. I, need, I need to say Curry Powder attack uh, one more time for the... For the for you want to see the Curry Powder attack one more time? For the, for the, people, for the people in the back didn't see it. Um, we need to see people in the cheap seats. <laughs> yeah, the people in the cheap seats. <laughs> All right, let me let me see if I can refresh this and get you the... What if you got some Cheeto powder? Does that work? Yeah, same color. Well, close enough to it. It's got to be flaming Hot Cheetos. You can't have regular flaming Cheetos. Hot. Today, I'm going to show you how to disarm somebody with paper. If somebody has the gun and you don't have the paper spread, use the hot candy powder. <laughs> yeah, he had just had a handful of it. He just had it in his hand. Use the hot curry powder. <laughs> oh, then he turns around and shoots him. <laughs> oh, man, Mark would be so damn mad if I had curry powder and <laughs> using the blow. Who you, you took my curry powder and blew it in somebody's face? <laughs> yeah, man. Stay die. ready, man. Stay you ready. No, ain't no black house. Somebody be mad. Why all my seasoning? You better be not taking my seasoning out here, blowing it in nobody's face. It's too expensive. Yeah, like if someone, if someone tried to dis- like uh, if, if tried to disable an attacker in my house and to use my Cajun Sparkle stash, I'd be a little bit unhappy about that. You know, <laughs> right, you wouldn't be pleased. I've been building up that stash for years. I don't even know if there's no expiration date on the packets. I'm assuming it's still good. Yeah, know, you know, you, you know, black people would, would turn around and be like, "You you trying to season him? Are you trying to cook him? If you ain't trying to cook him, don't be using my sauce, <laughs> my spices. Out here blowing my lyrics everywhere." You trying to you season? That's all I got to say. You trying to you, you out here trying to season the whole damn neighborhood? Get my goddamn curry powder. <laughs> yes, the whole neighborhood. <laughs> this season is for inside, not outside. I'm not here uh, for some of these comments are from last week, so we didn't get to them. Mark said, "Always reasonable, but rod plus liquor equals you're gonna hear this." <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> a, little, a little tipsy last time. Um, and then uh, we got. Uh, to John, I believe is how you say it. it. Said all I heard when Andy played the ladies, the ladies Putin poem was "white woman, white woman on Instagram." Yeah, pretty much. Yes, that was white woman on white woman's Instagram. That's my jam. <laughs> Dear Vladimir Putin, if only I could have been your mommy. Oh my God! Uh, did you just see that, Mike? <laughs> I missed all that. It was no. bad. It was it was, real, it was real bad. Sweet, sweet mother of Christ. Raphael said, uh, just as I was about to go international, I found out that the neighbors were serious about welcoming HBO's own Rod Morrow to NYC. And he's, he linked an article, Sex Mayhem. Hundreds of New Yorkers complained of neighbors' noisy coitus. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds? Hundreds? How is that even possible? <laughs> I think what they call a non-emergency number. <laughs> Talk about these people, they fucking and they loud. Noisy coitus. Um, I've slept through earthquakes and fires. One Brooklynite told three one three one one. I couldn't sleep through this. Oh, what were they doing? Sex mayhem is driving at least one Queens resident to distraction. For the love of God, stop these sex addicts. The three one one complaint wrote: O to the R to the G to the Y. If you know how to spell and read, it is orgy. <laughs> Wait, can you text three one one with like a snarky text? Is that how that works? <laughs> 311, you up? I am because my neighbors are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this report of a boisterous outer borough Bacchanal is one of hundreds All of cities. Pumps, Adrian. Neat pumps. Not a Bacchanal. What the hell is that? Uh, uh, a, a, an orgy. <laughs> like that. An orgy. 
one of hundreds of cities 311 system received regarding raucous reproduction in New York City over the past Not year. reproduction. Oh, a lot of this ain't going to be no reproduction. This <laughs> you, no, no reproduction. No. Uh, the city's official helpline received 277 complaints between February 19th, 2021 and February 9th, 2022 from people scorning orgies and bemoaning the sounds of moaning according to records obtained by Patch. I can see Queen. Queens, is, Queens has a lot of standalone houses, so I can see that happening in Queens. Yeah, I guess so. They got them basements. Yeah, they got yeah little hidden crawl spaces. Yeah, Uh, Queens logged 103 complaints, the most of all the boroughs, uh, with Manhattan second with 66, Brooklyn third with 55. The most most clamorously amorous appear to partake in a seemingly quiet little residential house on the coast of Jamaica Bay. Right, Jamaica Bay. So like, but that's the thing though. Queens had 103 complaints. Manhattan has a far greater population with only 66 complaints. But it's not in Brooklyn, nowhere, too. You're, if you're in Manhattan, you're on top of each other. It's kind of hard to have an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> on top but, of each other. Oh, I mean, they on top of each other, too. Hey, they're yeah. on top of each other. <laughs> but in, in theory, Manhattan, more people would hear it. You know, maybe they just don't care in Manhattan. It's uh, yeah, they was like, I ain't got time. Who gives a fuck? I'm glad <laughs> you get that. they probably be get it all the way. Poof, 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 poof. I, I, get <laughs> I got work. shit to do. The most clamorously amorous appear to partake on a seemingly quiet road in Jamaica Bay residential homes. Although some residents expressed skepticism, the reports were valid. This cannot be real. One local told Patch on a private Facebook group message. It always is. Whenever I believe it's, it's real because they ain't got nothing real. else to do. Someone logged 56 sex. No- okay. One person logged 56 sex noise complaints. Maybe you got a crazy neighbor uh, for Cross Bay Boulevard against an orgy of, quote, hippies. When so, okay, this is some old lady uh, who sometimes dress up as Freddy Krueger, Pennywise, and the Easter Bunny with an alleged fondness for the theme music of professional wrestler Velveteen Dream. Okay, right. let's, now we're talking. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Uh, she crossed around and met some people that's in the furries. This, is, <laughs> this person is crazy. They're seeing, they're looking out their window. They're seeing Freddy Krueger and Pennywise fucking the Easter Bunny while Velveteen Dream's theme music plays. That's not a real <laughs> thing. And they they saw it 56 times throughout the course of the year. Who was Velveteen Dream, Mike B? Is that a, is he all about the ladies? He's a, um, well, he, he was, his gimmick was sort of like Prince. He was like the Prince, uh, like the, the singer Prince. Um, um, that was his gimmick. He's a disgraced wrestler. They, um, but they had, um, the, the Me Too movement, he was accused of sexual assault of a, a young teenager. It, um, oh, came, no. Yeah. It, it, um, through the DMs. Is this a storyline or is this real? No, this is real. Because okay. he doesn't, like, he's, so like, like, he's like, like well, that's a dark storyline for wrestling. Yeah, he's right? Dead. I was like, I did wrestling turn left and I didn't know it. And um, I, I think um, no charges were ever filed because it wasn't true. But basically his career is over with. Like, it didn't matter. Court of public opinion said that he's a pervert and he's a freak and he can't be in wrestling anymore. So WWE um, got rid of him and he doesn't wrestle anymore. Uh, he's Aww. actually from New He's a young cat too. He's like he's like twenty some years old. Had a lot of potential too. So um, what? Um, so what was his? Did he have like a his own move, like his finishing move kind of thing? What was his? What was his thing? He's um he's just really uh, eccentric. Okay. Um, he, like I mean, everything Prince did, he did. So mm. um, you can tell by his clothes. His theme music. Velveteen Dream. Oh, that's for the ladies. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the theme song go hard, too. Gotta... <laughs> you got that third eye. Oh, my God.
Yeah, yeah, he's he's. Does he wear the shoes? Does he come out in chaps? He's got the purple background. Put a little, put up a little footage. You got a little interest, um, little interest, um, coming through the ring. Oh, this is yeah. yeah, I don't. This is just the music. This is um, is um, that's just somebody playing a video. But if um, they had like his entrance, um, like a video of him coming down to the ring, you'll see he's very eccentric. It's like purple. His favorite color was purple. It's like clouds of smoke. He had women feeding him grapes. It's amazing. Yeah, women feeding him grapes. Um, well, apparently his music is being used in orgies in Jamaica Bay. Queens. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, the complaint <clears throat> said they're still here causing causing a sex mayhem. <laughs> what? Their alleged neighbors declare one morning at 6 a.m., though it was too cold outside for an orgy party. Don't stop this guy. Doesn't stop this guy. The patches of multiple attempts to reach the complainant for comment were unsuccessful, and several residents in the local Facebook group said the worst noises came from nearby cars. The commercial traffic on Cross Bay Boulevard is absolutely horrendous. Add to the mix with noise from motorcycles, cars with loud exhaust and sound systems. Well, this is a whole different complaint now. Yeah, now, now <laughs> we're not talking about sex. Now we're just talking about noise. Just noise. We're talking about fucking. Get out of my goddamn yard. Uh, 311 data obtained by I'm Patch. Disappointed. I'm disappointed now in this fucking thing. <laughs> in, this, in this report. Well, uh, so one person says she makes the bed squeak as if it's an Olympic event. Another one says ceiling shaking ah. and debris falling sex. Oh, that sounds like a getting, ceiling problem. Getting better. Getting better. Uh, in Brooklyn, one complainant from Greenwood Heights bit, boasted of their ability to sleep through chaos, but not the neighbor's nightly routine to get a sense how disrupt- disruptively they are. Disruptive they are. I've slept through earthquakes and fires in my life. I couldn't sleep through this. Uh, the NYPD takes all quality of life complaints seriously, said a police spokesperson. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Sure. Eric, Eric, Eric Adams is on it. Y'all got it. <laughs> every, every time he every time he does something, I, I put the same tweet up. Congratulations, New York. You played yourself. <laughs> I do not got no neck and no facial hair. It doesn't. Oh, no neck. That's never he, good. He ain't got no neck and he looks like he's always chewing on the right side. Um, sunflower seeds. Can't trust him. Congratulations, New York. <laughs> you played yourself. If you ever if you ever look at him. T- it always looks like he's got like could a, have Maya Wiley. She was right there for you. <laughs> like he had a, a gumdrop or, or like a hot fireball in his in his jaw right here. He always chewing like on a straw or something. Maybe someone likes uh, just threw some curry powder at his face and he just caught it in his mouth. You know? <laughs> hot curry powder. Uh, Joe sent us an email. Relationships are hard, but the game is always playable. Hmm. Relationships of all this. We were talking about the manosphere and all that stuff a couple of weeks ago, which I still uh, need to hook up with April this week. I'm off on Thursday and Friday, so I'll be in touch with you, Doc, Dr. April. Relationships have always been hard, he says, and will always be hard. No matter what technology comes up with, your mission is to determine whether this total stranger is someone with whom you can spend the rest of your life. We don't really put that much on anything else. You don't pick blood relatives, and we don't commit to friendships in that way. All these qualify, but when you say relationship, it means that one thing. And we know that a stranger is lying because there's a good chance that you're lying too. At very least, you aren't sharing everything with this stranger. Making money off this conundrum is easy because it will always be a problem and will never be solved. No device, no app, no intermediary can block the fact that you're meeting a stranger. Even if they're a friend of a friend, your friend doesn't know everything about that person. They don't know everything about you really. But somebody with a YouTube video series can talk at you for five minutes and tell you exactly what you need. Or right. somebody who doesn't know 
you at all can get you to come to their seminar at the airport Hilton. <laughs> if they fail, ah. the grifter can say it was because you didn't work hard enough at it. Or you can say fuck it to all relationships and write everybody off as trash. Apparently, there's a grift there, too. All kinds of people with a Patreon account or subscribe button who will keep convincing you of this fact. You don't need to have a beat a relationship to do a relationship grift. Priests give advice about relationships and people who have never been with anyone will tell you why none of these people are worth it. Speaking of grift, the woman who wrote that poem for Putin is clearly banking on some degree of publicity from that, right? I can't I can make the argument that the poem was good or that she read it well. Uh, but she has to know that she's setting herself up for ridicule. Is the potential for recognition worth this? Hell, I was wondering if the gurus she visited were on the level. It took me a while to figure out that Randolph was reciting rap lyrics in guru, guru cadence <laughs> and then too long to determine which rap song it was. Is it a stretch to imagine a South Asian person putting on an accent and some robes and reciting platitudes? The grift works because people are out here needing it. Have a great week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, listen, there's there's two sides to a con artist. There's you're off mic. The, there's two sides to the con. There's a person telling the con and the person receiving the con. The con only works if somebody's receiving it. You well, know? and sometimes they both monorail, know that monorail. They, both, <laughs> they know they're they they both know they're con men and they're just doing this dance together to raise their mutual profiles, you know. I, mean, I don't know that that Putin woman who wrote the poem. I don't know what she wants out of that. Does she want just retweets? Does she want quote tweets to get dunked on? She wants something. She wants she wants something. She it might just it. be about her ego. I can fix him. You know, <laughs> be about her profile. Ah, ah, she knows because she knows the truth. I'm going to fix Vladimir. She Putin. knows what he needs. She He needs oh, a hug. Oh, Vladimir. Yeah. yeah, somebody earlier was saying, um, you know, in the chat room, I can't remember, but there's something about he doesn't know. We don't know what it is, what it is he wants, basically, I guess. And we do know what, what he wants. What World domination. Be. I mean, there's no talking to him. He's oh, I know what it was is the oligarchs text texting oligarchs doesn't do any good. Uh, not in the short run. No, because he doesn't give a fuck what happens to them. He gives a fuck what happens to him. What you want is for a ground up, a ground up revolution to start. That's what tax and oligarchs. The hope would be that tax and oligarchs would bring that, bring that forward. But like they would, they would work to oust him from power, basically. Yeah, you ain't fucking my money up. <laughs> I need my yacht. I, I'm down to like 15 yachts, man. This is fucked up. I had 20 right. yachts last month. I don't. Hey, man, I didn't sign up for you doing this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now you fucking with my money. It's a problem. I'm hoping that that'll spark a ground up revolution, but you can only have a revolution if you have the military on your side. So, well, I mean, it's it's also it's, it's, a, it's a matter of principle, too. It's like you know, we don't want to do business with Putin or the people he does business with. I mean, right. Which That's again, part of it too. Could spark a ground of revolution. Putin has put out demands. He has put out his, but we know what he wants. Right. Um, he has put out his demands, but it's interesting hearing. Uh, I I did watch a little bit of a video that a um, a leftist former Redacted Tonight <laughs> show host yeah. put up. Watch some of it. Really. Just I wanted to see. I wanted to get an idea. I mean, you know, I'm open minded, and um, ah. about Putin's demands because I think I think the tweet that I saw was like. Um, no one in the mainstream media, no one's reporting what Russia's demands are. They can be met. That's not true. And so, I mean, but either way, there's like a list of Putin's demands and they're out there. And to hear him kind of 
break that down and and explain you know what it all means and then to then listen to the new york times daily podcast from yesterday friday with fiona hill who is an expert in that uh, part of the world yeah. i'd far rather listen to her than him but to hear her interpretation of those demands being starkly different and basically saying putin wants a lot more than than this and this is what he actually mm-hmm. means by these demands it's like Oh, right. Yeah. You you can put a positive spin and say, these are reasonable demands, but only if you trust Vladimir Putin. And well, and also there's a lot of interpretation. Check all these years. There's a lot of interpretation of those demands to say, oh, he only he only means this when he says that. Like, no, he fucking doesn't. And and then when you hear Fiona Hill, like with a like ringing the alarm, like this is a real serious, urgent situation. And this is what he wants out of this. It's like, right. Yeah. He, his motives aren't pure. And he's not just a guy who's who's got like legitimate concerns that need to be talked down right. and dealt with. No, on top of that, he he was didn't they try to negotiate a ceasefire as he was still firm. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they have they have come to the table a couple times, and you know there've been the fruitless negotiations. But mm-hmm. even now, like, there's this whole thing about how there's these bio labs, right? Which is all like bullshit propaganda. And Russia is going in to stop these bio labs. And I think Chris Hayes pointed this out too on his show. But if that was true, Russia would have opened with that. Putin right. made a whole speech. He made a speech explaining why he wants to go into Ukraine and didn't mention bio labs. And now there's this whole thing true. about like, guys, there's these bio labs and they're got they got like chemical West WMD type stuff. And also there's the country's overrun by Nazis. Like Putin would have said that if that was a the thing. They're moving the goalposts and trying to reset their justifications for going in. So you can't mm-hmm. trust a guy like that to, to stick to his word or to actually say these are my uh, very reasonable right. demands. I mean, right. What and kind I hope of they don't think it's, it's going in there. Like it, the whole purpose is to continue to push forward. Like nobody that's in a position that he's in doing these things stops with just one thing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, th- there's no like, there's no talking to them basically, but they have to try. Mm-hmm. So they've been trying and you know, it's not getting anywhere. So what's going to happen. Maybe the oligarchs will sink Putin. I was, um, I had to start about this as I was eating these. Delicious Maybe they'll, they'll, they'll throw some curry powder in his face. <laughs> All right, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I just thought I had, I just had a hunch. I was eating grapes and I just had a hunch. You know, if Trump was still in office, he would have sent troops down to um, Ukraine to fight the Ukrainians along with the Russians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> I just led, uh, when you, led by Tulsi Gabbard. She was in the military. Yeah, she still is. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> you know, Mike, if uh, if you were a more successful wrestler, somebody would be feeding you the grapes. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like, all the agendas are 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 shifting on the Russia Ukraine thing. Everyone's trying to get in there, you know, dig in on their little side of things. But you know, you can't trust a lot of that bullshit. Uh, and you can't trust Putin to to stick to his word. Putin don't blink. I don't trust nobody that don't blink. He doesn't blink? He doesn't blink. I, every time he well, does, it's he, probably he, because his eyelids are so Botoxed. Yeah, he doesn't blink. And he and he and he doesn't have a neck. Like he has a um <laughs> another no neck guy. Another right. no neck guy. It's two in a row, right, Andy? <laughs> you can't trust him. I didn't know. So no neck means not trustworthy? Not trustworthy, yeah. No okay. neck. And you look like your jawline is like something. Nah, can't, can't rock with you. <laughs> All right, I'm not sure. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna Put need a list, list of people. 
put him on the list, yo. Trust me. When I when I when when I started calling um um Telsey Gabbert a Russian asset, I purely <laughs> uh, I purely made that um that suggestion off of her eyes because every Russian asset has these eyes like they've been digitized. <laughs> you mean digital? <laughs> Digital, Digital, yeah. <laughs> Digital. Digital. Yeah, but wait a minute. Russian so asset. So she's so the eyes, the eyes, neck, and face, jawline. If you're black and you don't have no facial hair, and you're yeah, bald headed, you have no facial hair, tuh, done. Look at, look at um, Tim Scott. Russian asset, yo. T- look at Tim Scott. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. <laughs> and, they're, and, they're, and they're a different shade of black. Like me and Randolph, everybody here, everybody in this chat that's black, right? We have a very distinct color black. There's we might be a little oily, a little dark, a little charred, but we, there's a very distinct color of black, right? Okay. <laughs> Tim Scott puts on a light shade of morgue makeup to try to be white. He does have he does have a like a little, <laughs> like a little, a little outline to him. <laughs> hey, before we start this, did y'all see? Uh, uh, her name is her name is Tamara. What's her last name? Tamara Walcott. She's a oh. she's a sister that threw that four hundred fifteen that six hundred and fifty pound deadlift. Yes, I seen that. Six thirty six. Thought of Mark. What's your top end, Mark? On deadlift, her little her little screw in is is tight. Tamara Walcott is a powerlifter. Is that she's like Tamara? A... Yeah, Tamara Walcott. She's a powerlifter. Five oh five. That's a pretty good deadlift. Yeah, she's got you by a hundred and like a hundred and one hundred thirty hundred thirty pounds. Six hundred forty one pounds. You did as a deadlift. Oh, that that got to be a record, right? Yeah, she screws in like she she comes in really real stylistic. She has the same. She goes by it, you do things by routine. She has her routine. I'll turn the music down. Here's here's her getting ready for a deadlift. Yeah, this is at the Arnold last month. She it was this month. <laughs> a couple weeks ago. She about to go to town. I can tell by them socks. <laughs> the socks. The socks. They com- look like compression compression socks. Yeah. Yeah, cool. they sort of are. It's a good deadlift. It's all lower body. Take that. I'm done here. Get off of me. So this oh, is like a Instagram this is like a free throw routine. Runner. Like she does this every time. Yes, every time. That's her. Her screwing. She on her Instagram. She has a lot of them. She going busy. She getting busy. Yo. She also has a fish. She also has a before and um. Before training and this training, she was like 41. She was about 481 pounds before she started training. So, what is it? Is this a record? 641 pounds? Yes. Yes. Is it, does it like shatter the record? What was the previous record? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She blew the, she blew the record for women away. Okay. She, matter of fact, she set the record on Ellen easily and it was lighter than this. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw her on Ellen. She, she knocked it off on Ellen. No, nope. yeah, she's yeah, she doing great. I would probably pass out with the bar yeah, with no weight. So the Instagram, bar baby. would take me out. Note go another, uh, I don't know if it's the same lift or a different angle. Note the earring show. Oh, she getting busy. That's a good lift. 
Drop that. Take that with you. <laughs> go to her. Go to her Instagram. That's a good lift. Timmer yeah. Walcott Queen. All of my body. All everything in my Timber body. Walcott, I guess. Her, 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 it's called plus size fit queen. Plus size fitness. Plus size fit queen. Four point yeah, Is that her? Plus, yeah, plus size fit queen. Yeah, that's an elephant bar. It's long and heavy. All right, this is her Instagram. Yeah, that's a lot of her working out in the gym. There's one down. There's one little ways down, though. She has a, be, a beginning and a now picture. She got a couple of kids. Yeah, she gives somebody the business. She is not nobody you want to fuck with. Let me give her a, let me give her a follow. <laughs> that's it, right down the left. Her right here? Yeah. Let me do this. Peruse her Instagram. She okay. 415. Now she's 280. Damn. 415 versus 280. And she's deadlifting. So she was, uh, how long did it take her to get there? Oh, years. It's a, it's a long journey. You get to, uh, uh, a powerlifting cycle can take you a year. A whole training cycle can take you a year. You map out what you want to do at the beginning of the year and where you want to be at the end of the year. You'll have competitions along the way, but a cycle can take you a year. If you, if you, you just depend on how, how fast you want to do it. This going to be a squat here. By the way, she does. I would suggest take your time with it. Ain't no rush. Yeah, she's going to squat here at four, the 495 pounds. Oh, she goes squat. What's your top end squat, Mark? <laughs> Is that a spotter behind her? Like, what's oh, that absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you right now, he ain't gonna do nothing if, she, if something go wrong. You know, she, he can't lift up. <laughs> he's that's just gonna fall. Bars, that's what those bars are for that she's getting down to. If you feel like you can't get up, you just go, just drop to the floor. She's doing three reps at four ninety five. That's a lot of weight. Maybe yeah. more. Maybe there's a fourth Four rep reps. coming. Come on, come on, get on down here. Come on, you got it. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on, girl. Come Took on a little knees. break between reps. Come on, yeah. knees. Come on. Woo. You got it. Come on, go up there. Wait a minute. Watch that hand. Watch that. You see his hand? You see that <laughs> hand? He, he, he didn't he touch her. No, no, no. He caught one. I, look, I'm as the king of cop of finding cop. That's where you're supposed to put your hand. Say the truth at the kind of below the peck at the top of the rib cage. That's where you, no, that wasn't the peck. That was boo. If you're, if you're spotting, that's where you're supposed to put it. <laughs> no, that was. Just that tell was, you where supposed where you're supposed to put your hand. I don't know what to some, tell you. He got some boots. <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that uh, this woman who can squat 500 pounds and deadlift 641 pounds, this dude is like, I'm going to take advantage of her while she's got the weight on her shoulder. I, I'm just you saying. Can't do anything to me. I'm just saying. I'm eating grapes, reading my word, just followed her on Instagram, and I saw him cop a field. I don't know. I could be wrong. I, 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 it didn't seem like she was bothered. If he, if he did, she didn't really notice it or she didn't care, you know? Because she could probably uh, hurt him. You know, she, she's very strong. Yes, very strong. She gets some of that curry powder and blow it in his face. Tuber, yeah, she, she's, she's... Take him she's, down. She's very muscle dense. It's all about muscle density at that. At now, that did she did level. she have a neck, Mike B? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm perusing the Instagram right now. I mean, now. a lot of people who lift like that, they don't have much of a neck. I don't know if that... I'm going to be honest with you. This might sound sexist and or racist, but I'm going to... Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to exclude. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it then. Abort. Abort. I'm trying to say abort. Abort. No, no, don't want you to get canceled. No, 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 cancel me. I'm already canceled. Uh, <laughs> demote, <laughs> um, hashtag black, demote Mike B. Black, black women are excluded from the net comment. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> Especially during Women's History Month. 
Let me ask you this. Does Jesse <laughs> Smollett have a neck? Um, look, I saw that video and um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, he might die. I'm not sure. He might I die. am not suicidal. <laughs> he ain't coming out of there. Yo. He got what? 10 years. He got, no, he, got, he got like a few months, like five months. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, he's he got gonna, more. He got more time than motherfuckers climbing the wall. The fucking thing. That's a shit that drive me up the wall. But he definitely listened to a couple of Umar Khan videos before he did this speech. I could tell. Look like Umar. <laughs> so, so Jesse Smollett was. Uh, this was his sentencing hearing. He's going. Uh, he was found guilty a while back, and so he got. Uh, the judge gave him 150 days. He better have cast him. He's done. And then he had this to say, uh, I guess, because you can get up and talk. Okay. I am not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I am innocent and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. And I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time. I am not suicidal. Okay. It's true. It seemed very performy to me. Maybe I just know he's an actor. Mm-hmm. He hit he hit a, he, it was a lot of and still I rise energy with that speech. <laughs> <laughs> I am not he's suicidal. Scared. He's scared. He's scared. Or he's thinking he, about killing himself. Or he is suicidal. Going to die. I'm telling you that right now. Let's all pray for him. How much time was he I, I did not do it. Yes, you did, sir. Yes, <laughs> you did. He ain't got nothing. He, he lost his career. He's going to jail. He's going to die. He's about to die. I'm just what was the you. sentence? Like, I mean, that, that probably wasn't the maximum. Was he looking at a lot of time? Or was 150 like... Was he looking at less than that? Like, it seems like he was surprised by the amount of time. Because he expected none. And guess what? They would have gave him none if he just shut the fuck up and kept moving. But he kept kicking the shit back up. They was like, oh, you coming over here? You keep kidding this beat, this, this hornet's nest. And they right. came on out and they went after him relentlessly. That was already out there. But if he would have just left them alone and let them, you know, let them do their thing, because, you know, they weren't going to charge him or nothing, but he kept coming out. So they was like, well, fuck it. I think he had to pay some fines, too. And you right. know, I don't know how much money a guy like him has, and especially when he's probably not going to be able to be able to work for a while. Um, Jesse Smollett, I got jail time because I'm black. This is TMZ. I don't know if this is a direct quote. I don't know if I, I don't know if I if I uh, don't agree with that. Let me just say it like that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I don't agree. I'm not suicidal. Jesse Smollett believes there's one overarching reason he was sent to jail, and it's not because of the hoax. It's, he says it's because he's black. Uh, well, I don't think he's he's not saying it was a hoax. He's saying this really happened. So he's not he has maintained his story the entire time. Right. But, but when you lie, you have to maintain your story. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. so you come the truth to you. <laughs> Sources with direct knowledge and in constant touch with the Empire actor tell TMZ Jesse fully expected to get jail time. He told his defense team before sentencing he felt he would be treated more harshly than other defendants convicted of a nonviolent crime, all because of the color of his skin. He thinks it's more evidence of systemic racism in the judicial system. Jesse told his team after sentencing he was dead on when he predicted the outcome. Based on the animosity that the judge showed toward him, he called it unfortunate and sad. As you know, the judge read Jesse the riot act, saying the hoax was rooted in desire for more fame and more attention. Uh, this is his mugshot. We reached out to the court 
for comment and a rep for Cook County. So the judges can't comment on pending cases. It's still pending. Um, what yeah, is the Oh, uh, you're in handcuff from the right. One source says Jesse spoke out in court about not being suicidal because he wanted to make it clear to the public that if something were to happen to him in jail, it was foul play. And other sources, and our sources reference reference Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's outcome. Yeah, that's why he got uh, a civil rights suit on. Suit on. Y'all didn't realize that. That's why he did that. He's like, I want y'all to know. <laughs> well, Jeff Epstein was different. They, 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 he had he had a book. Um, he had he had bodies. <laughs> he, had, <laughs> he had mega yachts. He had like five hundred. Ain't foot that yachts. the dude with the island? Yeah, he, he had a bunch of houses. I mean, he had names. He had a black book, so you know we we got that. I understood. I like, oh, he's oh, he going to jail. He going to die. He going to die too. And he did. I knew he was going to die. So, well, I mean, that's what Jesse's re- referencing. That like, if if I if you catch if there's someone catches me dead in my cell, it wasn't me. You know, doing something to myself. Maybe he's maybe he's got delusions that people are coming after him. I don't know. Well, if you stay long enough, it, it's true. Uh, Actually, we have a, a comedian friend. By the way, there's a lot of women. There's a lot of women in this room here. Are you broads uh, working, or are you just sitting on your whoa. ass? Whoa! Okay. Head? Wow. Okay, bro. I'm just repeating Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait a minute. She said broads. <laughs> yeah. Didn't she? I'm sure that's what she said. Y'all lazy bitches. You know what she said? I, I thought that's what she said. I, I, mean, I, I can, it I can, sound I, like that to me. I don't know if she said broad. I, I'll pull up the quote. Uh, it sounded like I, that to me. I'm just repeating what she said. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I sure hope she said broads because this might, this whole chat might turn upside down on Randolph. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Looking> broads. <laughs> please let this, please let her say. I think broad. that's what she said. That's what I thought I heard. That's what I thought I heard her say. Get your <laughs> fucking ass up and work. She Tanya, said. Tanya, what's in that cup? What you got in that cup, Tanya? This is your fourth trip. What, what, what's in that cup, Tanya? What's in that cup? <laughs> <laughs> Emil says she said dames. So. <laughs> oh, she said dames? <laughs> what year is this? She said dames. <laughs> That's what happens when you break up with Kanye West. You're not hip anymore. So the problem with, with looking up a Kim Kardashian video on Twitter is you're going to get all the people who are just commenting on the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's sugar. We're here to talk about Kim K. No, we, we don't care nothing about what you're talking about. Yeah, I have an opinion. I just, I just, just got to get up every day and go to work. Put in the work. I know I said this earlier, but that's the problem I have because uh, I know there's been rumblings as, as Andy finds the um, clip. There's been rumblings about, about people uh, about the president talking about everybody needs to go back to the office, right? And I know there was people talking about there are people that uh, are depressed about being at home, but no one's putting the attention on people um, who are depressed about going back to work because that's a real thing. I, yes, I, it I, is. I wanted. I was one. Of, I'm one of those people that was like it. It, it fucked with my PTSD knowing that I had to go back to work and yes, being yes. in that environment. Yeah, the, the economy has to run and, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, capitalism wins and them, they like, look, we, did, we didn't buy all this space and rent all this shit out for here's y'all a, to stay the at the thing. house. Here's the thing. The economy didn't stop. And no, it never stopped. It slowed people, down, but it never had, stopped. It didn't even slow down. People had record gains. The economy had record gains. Well, the stock market is not the economy, though. It's two different you know, things. People, everything is working fine. Everything is working fine. Corporations are, corporations are making record dollars. Everything's fine. Mm. Everything's fine. It's a but, it's a myth that you need to be in it. You don't need to be in office. No, you and actually know don't. the jobs that you need to be there and the jobs that don't. You don't. Right. It's, it's right. They true. just want people back in the office. And I yeah. feel you. And the it's thing the is, troll. particularly for women, 
Like people fail to realize the HR department going to be fucking busy again because, you know, motherfuckers can't keep their hands to themselves. So now I got to deal with the, the sexual harassment, the handsies. Now you got to deal with the racism and shit that I didn't have to deal with over Zoom. Yeah, I guess that's just, yeah, that hasn't happened like this. No one's had that complaint in like probably two years. Like I was right. I was just it's at control. the control is how can we can we got to control you people. I was at the office refrigerator and some guy came up behind me. like He was spotting me on a squat, you know, <laughs> I'm just trying to do my job here. Like, right. Yeah, I guess there's been far so, fewer complaints. Yes. Human <laughs> resources like, fuck. Now we got to now, now we're going to get the complaints again. We, we, we enjoyed people at home. Yeah, I mean, everybody was overpaying for that door dash. And now you're talking about I have to go to this office. because OK, so as I was getting laid off, I was paying five hundred dollars a month just to park my car. Just to park it. Good God, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, because oh, DC, yeah, it's like what thirty bucks a day or some shit. Yeah, it's like sixteen dollars a day, um, and that's if I got in the early bird. Yeah, and then it's like another twenty twenty five dollars just to get to the HOV. So <gasps> I'm all, you know, to get on the HOV, right? To, to beat the traffic. So I'm looking at forty dollars a day. So I saved a whole bunch of money just by teleworking. So there's a lot of stuff that you know that you didn't have to spend your money on just to get to work. Sometimes some people can't afford to go to work. You know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and now these gas prices are going up too. And you're like, we need, need to be in the office. We don't need to be in the office. We work per- nothing. The building didn't burn. <laughs> we don't have to be in here. Right. Yeah. And but, yeah. Hey. And that's that's uh and production. I mean, the 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 things that get hurt by not going to the office are part of the infrastructure of the office. So yeah, the all these companies they pay yeah. for their commercial leases. They pay for their office space. Now it's not being used. The dry cleaner. No one's getting dry cleaning done. The mm-hmm. little cafe in the in the lobby of the office mm-hmm. building or next door. Some of them places ain't coming back because yeah, their whole thing was based around people coming into work. Yeah, there's a lot of places that are boarded up as far as like the economy. Like there are people who suffered and lost their livelihoods and all that. Uh, but it's just going to have to shift to accommodate for people staying home. I, just, I don't know that people are going to stand for going back to the way it used to be. Maybe some Not will. Full but time. You got to do hybrids. Some companies going to say. We're going to let you work from home. Everyone's going to go work for that company. Just like the dot-com company mm-hmm. said, you can wear jeans to work and sandals if you want. We don't care. We have ping pong tables. And people started going to those companies and then everyone else had to had to follow suit. So I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, some jobs you have to go to work. Obviously, right. if you work, if you yeah. work in, the, in classified settings, you can't do classified work at home. You know, Agreed. Like if you work, obviously, in a service industry kind of job, you, you can't. You can work a drive-thru from home. I think they have people who do that um, just remotely, but you can't make you know food for people or serve people from home. Mm-mm. So some of them you have to have, but a lot of these people are like, why would I go back, waste two hours every day commuting, um, not being able to run errands on my own schedule? Right, because it's a lot of in a lot of jobs when people are from home, they allowed a lot of freedoms where it wasn't so restrictive, where you could almost like you could take your break at any time. I think a lot of people like the freedom of not being watched and monitoring and people fucking staring you in your face, watching you every time you go fucking piss and all that shit. You're like, I don't have to deal with that at the house. And productivity wasn't really down. You know, Actually, so. it went up. You bras need to work though. Well, here's what Kim <laughs> has to say about uh, about you broads. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people Broads. that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone Broads. loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments and show up. It's so weird how her face doesn't move when she talks. It's, 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 it's 
yeah, it's just it's weird seeing it. I mean, I've I've seen oh, like 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 the expressions. Yeah, yeah, it's just frozen. I mean, her mouth is moving, but there's no movement anywhere else. Can do the work. And the eyebrows, nothing's. It's like when they make those uh, every now and then, like a video from like uh, you know one of those robotics companies comes out where they have a human-looking robot <laughs> and it's like making faces. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. It's like it, it almost looks like a person talking. No toxic work environments. Was these these robots? Show she up a robot that woman was talking about. Person in that room, you got to go to another room. Like you don't. I want to be around really successful people because that's going to drive me to be successful. A lot of people get intimidated to be in a room full of smart thinkers, wealthy people, whatever it is. I want to be in that learn. room because it also in like scares you to want to be. People are you around? Well, she was uh, with Ray J, and then she went to Reggie Bush. Oh, no, we're not talking about that. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Different. Okay. <laughs> that was it motivates you and inspires you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta hustle. So <laughs> I, I think also, I gotta hustle. Because you see everything on social media and you think, oh, it's just a lifestyle or, oh, it's like really quick and easy and you can just post something and it's not easy. When you do product shots, when you do post things that are work-related posts, it's still a job and it's still really hard and success is never <laughs> easy. So you just, if you... I mean, look, I've, I've, I've said this before. You're never going to talk someone out of feeling like they struggled. Everyone feels like they struggled. Uh, right. That's a human thing. Correct. I, I remember. Works, who in this country works harder than black women? Just daily. Well, currently, uh, apparently on um, one of the Kardashians. People who work. How are you going to tell a bunch of people who work in two and three jobs to not make the ends meet just so they can have the ends be able to wave at each other? politely <laughs> and you're going to i don't them, think she was she you're going to tell me to get up off their ass and and get out there and work who well she said for women in who business the, who the fuck are you talking mm-hmm. to not me yeah she's not yeah she's not talking to us who she, the fuck she, are you talking to i guess she was talking to the women to the, who to the, the fuck TikTok. are you talking to women yeah, in that's business. Who she was talking to. thank you mm-hmm. mark i say that all the time you okay so you start she first of all you started off rich so your starting point was rich. That's the first thing. Okay. Then you, you make a video sucking Ray J's dick. That was sells, work. Your mother sells that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you get on, then you get a reality show where you don't do nothing. You just walk around being you. And that that's fine. And like like I said, and and, and and this is my thing, regardless of if you think she's talent, talentless and all, all that shit, she gets paid to do it. So I don't have a problem with her getting paid to do that. Everybody wants to get overpaid for what they fucking do. I, I mean, that's cool to know, but Superhead didn't get the kind of royalties that um, Kim Kardashian got, <laughs> and I feel thing. like he paved the way. You you are getting paid <laughs> to do that? That's fine, but don't stand up and act like you're the business the business guru now, and you know and you know the way. And and the business advice you have for somebody is you need to get up off your ass and work, bitch. Well, also though, that's, no, there's, what, there's, that's what you got. That's there's the you, other thing too, which is uh, oh. get into a room full of rich people and. Don't which be intimidated. Very by hard it. to do, right? <laughs> like, do do in yeah, a room of rich why people. You were allowed into that room because your daddy was rich, mm-hmm. your step parent was rich, and your mama was drugged along into that into their wake. That's yeah. why you were allowed into those rooms. So you shut get the in fuck there. up. So, so yeah. just shut the fuck up. Why don't you just shut the fuck up? Yeah, like, and like, All and, like and my and my thing is, she's not talking to me. I, I'm telling you, know, we fucking with black people. I give it zero because I don't give a fuck what that bitch doing. I, I don't care. I don't care what she's doing. I don't even care who she's motherfucking talking to. If we don't, I give her a motherfucking zero. The shit that they talk, man. Like, 
<laughs> all, all, all I know is I'm gonna insult everybody. <laughs> you just gotta get off your ass. Come on, Jeez. you bras need to get up off your ass. Well, isn't this part of? I mean, if you're gonna talk about a talent, um, getting attention, right? Is, mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. this part of? That's her talent. So I mean, that she does have a knack for that, whatever that is, because not everybody she has a s- following, so she got to tell them something. Yeah, I mean, not everybody who had a sex tape has been as successful as her. It wasn't just a sex mm-hmm. tape. It was more. She did something. She did other well, things. It was a sex tape, and then it was a mother negotiating a deal. <laughs> well, still, I mean, that's but, but I'm saying there, there was there was more th- work was put in whatever you want. I mean, reality shows, whatever there's work put in. So she put in work, uh, but everybody thinks they struggled. And no matter what, people who have what you might perceive as an easy path, you're never going to get them to feel like they didn't struggle. Uh, unless they like literally won the lottery or something, mm-hmm. or they just bought a lottery ticket. But mm-hmm. I remember there was a comic. Yeah, and it in was New York. a terrible sex tape, Mark. Now I give you that. <laughs> like, not and, and, and at least let the sex tape be worth something. She's not. She's not very good. What if it was a good sex tape? How much more successful would she be? Would she be less successful if it was a good sex tape? Uh, there's a comic I in New York know. who uh, who got who got not huge right away, but he got a lot of opportunities early. He just kind of lucked in, you know, just things went well for him. Uh, he got on Letterman really quickly. He got on, he got Montreal festival for it, but in an interview, he, he, I saw an interview he gave and he was like, yeah, I was struggling six months. I was temping a shitty temp job and had to get up and go do this shitty temp work for six months. In his mind, that was a struggle. Right. Like for a lot of people, it's like, oh, what about 10 years of that? What about, what about a lifetime of that? But you're not going to talk him out of feeling like he struggled because he was miserable at that job and things just happened quickly for him. So it's kind of that, but you got to have self-awareness. That's where I think this Kim Kardashian video, that's what it lacks. It's like, yeah, she might've worked hard. I'm not going to doubt that she put and in a weirdly, lot of work. They all, they're all self-aware. They're all unself-aware. Isn't that, isn't that odd? They have no self-awareness. Well, that's who, part of who would have thought <laughs> that's part of narcissism. You know, you're, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, you know, that's part of it. That crew would be son us unself-aware. You're only, so you only know the world as women. You only know the world. <laughs> Do as, something as, with your life. As it relates to you only. You don't see how the world relates to you other people. You lazy bitches. That's your lazy. So, <laughs> you know, it, a lot of people work hard. That doesn't, in and of itself, that doesn't mean you're going to be successful. A lot of people work hard and still struggle. Be where like her, the, apparently. Where's the accounting for luck? Get off your ass. Where's it? Make your own luck. luck. Hey man, there's no such thing as luck. All you need is just Ray J and um <laughs> and, <laughs> that's and, all you need and, and Reggie Bush and you're good to go, man. Just good like, to go. Good Talking to go. Ray J, he's like, hey, wait a minute, I was on that tape too. But yeah, yeah, money. that's he why he made a song. Off. He was like, I he hit it money. first. He got money off that tape. I know, but he didn't get Kardashian levels. He got of plenty money. of money off that tape because he's he's one of the actors. When they negotiated to sell that tape for Vivid, they had to pay him. But that doesn't. I'm, I'm saying that's that's. Her success is, is far greater than his. Oh, yeah. Ray J making his money off yeah. them scooty bikes. He has those earbuds, right? The Raycons or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and Donald That's Trump. That's what he making his money. And he Donald a, Trump, you're right. And he had a conversation with Donald Trump. So, you know, you know, because Donald Trump's about the black, the black business owner. Yeah. Yeah, he had four years to get, to get, get it together, but whatever. Ran off your mic is real quiet right now. It was Ray J. What's going on, man? It was Ray same, J. Same, same. I mean, um, when you hold it away, it's we can't hear you. Just yeah. keep it up close. Who was uh, that pastor? Um, the one that's always with Donald Trump, the one that, that looked like the, the porn star Brian Pumper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daryl Scott. 
Yeah, that one. <laughs> he was in the picture. We ain't seen none of them since Trump left office. We ain't seen freaking frat. We ain't seen press and curl. We ain't seen none of them, yeah. th- 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 them two. <laughs> Nowhere to be found. Pastor Daryl Scott. As, he has a radio Scott. show. Yeah, he's back on they um I saw um I saw Silk and I saw Silk and the Shocker, Diamond and Silk. They back on what talking about talking about Russia? Yeah, they, they back up there hollering and screaming, like y'all voted for this. Like you voted for what? Uh whatever. I don't I don't care. There they go, scooting the scam. <laughs> right. <laughs> out there scooting. Yeah, they're hooting and hollering. Yeah, That's gotta be their yeah. names. Hooting and hollering. Calling causing all kind of foolishness and carrying on. Yeah, right. <laughs> I call them the magpies. Yeah, they just what else we got, Andy? We gotta bring this one home. Oh, let's see. We got the article you sent me about the two comedians arguing online. Um, yeah, let's bring it. Let's bring it home on that. We'll do so that there's a comic oh, out of Canada. Got four minutes. Let's Com- get it. Comic on comic violence. A comic out of Canada who made headlines because he was like, "I'm going to Ukraine," and yeah. like all these other comics were like he's cheering had him no on, like military training at all. Yeah, and so I it was kind of weird. Done a, he's done a little bit of like uh, EMT training, I believe. Uh, and he he was. He was on Twitter documenting. Now I'm at Poland. Now I'm at the border here. Now I'm either, and like he was documenting all this. Uh, Blair Erskine or Erskine, she is a comic who has a pretty big following. She does those parody videos where she like pretends she's a Trump supporter. She has like a Southern accent. She like mm-hmm. does a video. I just love Trump. And then, you know, they go viral and she got a late night writing job, I think, from that. So she started calling him out, actually, which is interesting to me because a lot of comics were cheering she him did on. It nicely. She didn't really get crazy well the reason why i found out her husband's from ukraine yeah she has family over there she has family there so she, she thinks this like, guy's like, like this is not a like, joke hey, why don't you she thinks he's just he's just clout chasing she's like why don't you keep your ass over here and she was telling people don't give him money give money to real organizations that are trying to help these people right a man claiming to have useful medical skills raised money to go to a war zone. A woman online says there are, there are so many better ways to support the people in the war than raising money to transport yourself from Canada to Ukraine. Rape and death threats ensue because of his fans went after her. Mm-hmm. Social media platforms say no one has violated the terms of service and the woman has no choice but to go dark. She took down that's her Twitter for a while. It's like, how do you, how you can threaten somebody and that's not violating the terms of service? You might want to change your terms of service. Yeah, it's all bots that review that shit, too. That always comes to me like that. I'm always like, well, if if that's not part of your terms of service, you should probably change your terms of service. Don't you think there, fella? You don't Uh, think you should should do that? It walked right up to the line of a violation. But uh, yeah, Yeah, and and a lot of these dudes are from the what you call that, the gamer gate. Yeah, a lot of them are from them. The manosphere gate people like 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 a lot of those people kind of mix and blend up in the same circle. They cross lines. And a lot of times what they say is like um, they'll DM someone and say, oh, you might get raped as opposed to I'm going to rape you or something. It's like Mm -hmm. they'll be like, oh, no one threatened you. They just point out that, you know, someone might rape you. You know, it's like that kind of shit. Sure, dum dum. Yeah. yeah. So, but- <laughs> Anthony Walker, a comedian, he was turned away from his own country's military service due to a medical issue. But he's over there, you know, helping the Ukrainians. You're going to die. Uh, Blair Erskine, a comedian from Georgia who rose a prominence during the pandemic for her parodies of politicians, the latest woman to deal with extreme threats online after she made the reasonable assertion in a tweet that giving money to a random man, in this case, Anthony Walker, a comedian, uh, might not be the best way to help war victims. 
In late February, Walker posted about the need for donations after deciding to go to Ukraine. I think she pointed out, too, he's got like a wife and three kids at home. He's just like, hey, everybody, give me money to go to Ukraine. I'm going to go on a limb here and say his wife is like, yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah. That's not a good sign. She's kicking her out. Yeah. He claimed he wanted to fight, fight or aid. And yeah, the armed forces she, protecting the I country. I bet she Russia. increased that health, that uh, what you call that, that uh, uh, death insurance. Oh yeah. Uh, Canadian comedian trained as an emergency medical responder. Walker said he would like to assist Ukrainian forces as a combat medic, despite having no extra training. Walker went on to earn what? a lengthy profile in the Daily Beast for his decision to heed Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky's call to foreign nationals to join the army. Ukrainian officials say sixteen thousand volunteers have joined. Uh, while it's admirable to physically join the fight for Ukraine's freedom, the internet drama between Erskine and Walker began because Walker started fundraising to get to Europe. Erskine weighed in on Walker's ill-made plans because the war in Ukraine is hitting close to home for her. She has family in Ukraine on her husband's side. She also posted screenshots of Walker on the subreddit Volunteers for Ukraine talking about his low level of medic certification. I hear you about being at low level, but most of the residents of Kiev have no first aid at all, Walker said. I expect uh, to use a few che- chest seals up there. Uh, and that's at least something they wouldn't otherwise get. Uh, anyway, so she came out and said these things about him. And then his fans came at, like, came at her in her DMs, basically, threatening her, uh, saying she's going to die, rape threats, death threats. She took her Twitter down for a while. She eventually brought it back up. Um, but this is one of those things where, you know, what she said wasn't really unreasonable Mm-mm. and still she can't but a woman said it that's automatic right. yeah she just can't live her life on uh on twitter without this guy anthony walker's i don't even know how many followers he has i don't think it's that many probably uh, not but he was being like elevated i kept seeing like comics cheering him on people right, like he, right. you know the daily beast that are right up about him all these people like wow this guy he's over there let's follow his progress and then it's like well wait a minute what the fuck he's asking for donations to go to Europe? Like, what's he even doing? He gonna die. Because first of all, you shouldn't be pointing out where you at. They're gonna find you. That's what call OPSEC. You might want to um, shut your mouth and uh, <laughs> keep your location secret. I don't have time for this. Leave her alone. Please just move on. Fuck out of here, man. Yeah, so people are like taking her selfies and doing little edits to them and all this other shit. Um. I don't even know. I don't even know anything about. I don't think he's a very accomplished comic, even. No, he does have one hundred twenty-two thousand followers. I don't know how many of them are. Well, new he might have picked those up, you know, recently. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, recently. Yeah, you start spreading like that. You hey, them- he likes black lives, though. So what yeah. are you gonna do? Game Gates. <laughs> oh shit! It's 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 a conflict of interest because you know it's a lot of all lives is supporting him. Stay right. your ass home, man. No, he want to. No, he want. No, he want to go out there. I, I guarantee you, whatever money he gets to go to Europe, to go to Europe, is he there now to go to Ukraine? Is he there he's, now? I think last time he was on the border. I don't know if he actually made it into the country, but yeah, he's over there. I mean, he's as close as he can get, apparently. Okay, uh, here's another question, and, and just let me know if I'm wrong for saying this. 
Are we sure he's over there? Oh, is he supposed yeah, to? Yeah. I've seen I've seen Twitter swindling. I'm just want to make sure. Is he, <laughs> just, oh. That issue is real. Oh, so you he think just maybe ripping this money, money off? He's like yeah. at some tropical island right now, living it up and like yeah. staging these photo ops. Here's me buying a tent. You know, he's kind of shit. Comfortable. He's just too comfortable. Like first of all, no one's like he's taking this military picture, but they got the gun. Look at me with a gun in my hand. You know, I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey guys, here's me with a gun. Yeah, send money. I'm almost. I'm. I'm close, y'all. I mean, this war in Ukraine has been really tough, but I gotta tell you guys, when I get back, I'm gonna have a whole new hour. Oh. I'm, I've been writing so much, guys. Oh shit, Mike, he gonna be out there like Umar Johnson. That school ain't never gonna get built. He ain't never crossing that border. <laughs> I'm still trying to get in, guys. I just need a little more money. A little bit more money. And he 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 ain't nowhere near yo. He about to start screaming on on women via WhatsApp. <laughs> uh, do we know he gonna turn? Yeah. Do we know any comedians who would be uh, who would be a good asset to go to Ukraine right now and good help them fight the war? If we know anyone be, like that, would be the only one I can think of. Maybe who else hey. do I know in the military? I mean, we know people in the military, obviously. Military or who were. It have to be people with military backgrounds. Mike, I mean, Tim, Dom. Uh, hey, yeah. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. If they send me, it's over. Listen, listen. <laughs> listen. If, if I'm there, I'm the I'm the I'm the last. I'm the last defense. And if, it's, if they send. <laughs> This is this. I'm like, if they send me, that's like man to bayonets. You never, if you hear me say man to bayonets, we're dead. We're done. No, they're going to come to Mike <laughs> being like, hey, Mike, uh, can you go fight in this war? And you're like, can I fight from home? Can I, can I be the person, you know, look like I'm playing my Xbox type yeah, of thing? Right. <laughs> can we I'll do just, Call of Duty where I can see the battlefield? Can I, do, I, I don't want to commute to the war. Can I just, can I just, I know, don't want to commute. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of tolls, there's parking. I got to buy lunch every day. It's a whole thing, man. Can I just, just you know, the- I mean, can I play where I just respawn? Can I, can I do that version? They scrapped, I wanna- the bottom, they scrapped the bottom of the barrel. They got me going over there. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> 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 they, went through, they went through all the strong soldiers, all the super soldiers to get to me. I'm like, ooh, we, y'all done. Ooh, ooh, Captain America couldn't do it. What you think I'm going to do? Dr. Cross is old enough. He can go. He's not, a, he's not too old. Well, he wears mom jeans. They, they don't. Well, he would people. go. He would fight. Not mom. Him, no. I'm going to go over there and shoot some hot slugs, man. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Fight this traffic on the hot lanes for hot slugs. Oh, let's bring this one home. Let's bring this one home. Yeah, I'm going to have to brainstorm on who I think among our uh, local D.C. area comedians. Sarone Russell. Sarone. He's also he's military. military. He's already yeah. military. He's, he's military. a Marine. Yeah. He's military. yeah. So we got. To, I'm talking about people who like this guy, <laughs> like equivalent of this guy in terms of qualifications. I wouldn't trust nobody. All like, if we know take- someone who has like a CPR certificate and that's all they got. <laughs> they don't have any training. They're no going to all get together. Training, no combat training. They're going to they all they're going to all get there. They're going to all get there and have a big old comic hang. I think you're asking the wrong question. The question ah! I ask is how many of them think they could go and make a difference? Uh, that, that's, yeah, the, that's the delusion. Yeah. yeah, big delusion. I can name 10 right off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all going to be standing in a war zone, standing in a comedian circle and just riffing. They're going to be roasting everybody getting shot. They're going to roast people dying and shit. <laughs> you know, thing got shot. Look at you with a dumb ass. <laughs> I don't sit there. Is that, is that blood coming out your mouth? You up here checking your Instagram when you should have been aiming the gun towards the enemy. Look at you with your dumb ass. Yeah. All right, y'all. I want to thank y'all for coming in with us today. Appreciate y'all. Thank hey, you. When, we, when we get into formation, can I? Uh, can you put me last? Time. Can you put yeah. me last in the formation? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm quite close. You know, usually I yeah, I'm usually I usually go at the end. You know, like formations. Yeah. 
with you. I'll I mean, be sure so, to come back on Monday. We'll be here for you. Well, I guess I'm um, getting the light. Oh, that's actually an explosion. That's a bomb. Wait a minute. Gonna, a bomb gonna, light. Boom. I'm so, going to get out of here. Come on to our time. open mic. Uh, we got a new open mic. We're starting up at a place called the Bomb Shelter. <laughs> we got a we got a little venue. <laughs> seats about 50, 60 people. I'll put We're your gonna, hands together uh, for Mike B one more time. He's 100% disabled. The home now. Uh, thank you. Uh, hey, <laughs> So I'm gonna go last, right? I'm gonna go last. But before I go last, I just want to know how many minutes am I doing? Give me the light at two. <laughs> <laughs> give me the light at two. Y'all right, give it up for Karen coming in with us and joining us. Uh, holding Yay! it down for uh, HBO's own Rod Morrow. Yeah, I got I got to represent HBO's own Rod Morrow. Shit, I got to uh, get me a writing gig too. Everybody else yep. need writing. Do I do I need to do comedy too? I be feeling so left out. <laughs> But I am a sit down comedian, so I, that counts 100 percent. I'm not yeah. standing up in front of nobody, but I'll Here's sit down and tell you all these corny ass jokes. Here's what I need to know. Do the front lines have a green room? Is there snacks? When I when I when I when we go away on like fight, do I have to do like a meet and greet after? Because I don't really. <laughs> can I get a percentage oh, of the door? Is that, I mean, oh, they're gonna be. I mean, they're gonna take photos. I mean, you you let me know. So you want me to see my Venmo now, or do you want me to wait? After? <laughs> what, what, How does that your, work? Hey, I yeah. heard that uh, I heard that Louis C.K. canceled. Can I just go ahead and slide into that spot real yeah. quick? Like, <laughs> hey, I just, hey, I just got off stage. The room is hot right now. It is burning up right now. <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, I mean, it is smoking, y'all. Yeah. Y'all come slug on back on Monday. We'll hey, change your change your clocks tonight, everybody. Hey, hey, for, yeah. If you're Mike, a better, uh, take us out. I don't even think. Uh, do we all have? Uh, oh, we losing an hour. We losing an hour, right? Yeah, we're no. losing an hour tonight. Yeah, I, just, I wrote a whole thing about it for uh for get up. Boo! Uh, oh, uh, oh, glass half empty, motherfuckers. You're not losing an hour. You're gaining an hour at daylight. You're not losing an hour. You're gaining you're an hour of sleep. That's not yeah, sleep. That shit. That that lasts all of a day. And then you wake up, you pop awake at the same time, just laying barefoot and looking at your phone. Stop it. <laughs> and it does, it takes it takes me about a week to get used to it because it does kind of affect you because all of a sudden I, the time is changing. As I ended, as I ended the uh the mic drop Friday with the uh, sage with the sage advice of those uh southern southern philosophers, outcasts and the dungeon family. You better get up, get out, and get something. That's what that extra hour is for. You, you, <laughs> you and Kim K, y'all bitches need to get up, get up, rise and shine. That's what that extra hour is for. If you lose an hour of playing Wordle, man, it's fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're a veteran out there on in um in the three three GO um family and you need some help with your um your claims, whatever, um hit me up on the on the side and I got y'all. You got some that actually might be live your dreams, dog. I'm happy Close for you. Close us up, Mike. I got you. All right, so here we go. <laughs> y'all come on back Monday. We'll be here for you. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Myro. And I'm Mike B. Hey, we're three guys on. We are out. Mm-hmm.